Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. This is episode 434 uh, for June 27th, 2016. How do you feel that, that 2016 is halfway over? Oh, God. Sad. It's, yeah. It seems like it has just blazed by. Uh, yeah. As, as you get older, the years get quick. <laughs> uh, don't tell me that, John. Eventually, I'm sorry I'm, they, they I'm do. I'm going to die soon. I, can't, I couldn't believe the other day where it was like, Shit, longest day has happened. Oh my god. Sounds like a punk song. Longest day. Anyway. Okay, yeah, let's 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 move on. On this show we have Gamberscom. Greetings programs. And from England, it's John. Yeah, don't say Europe. <laughs> I can't say Europe anymore. Oh. But let's not get into that conversation. Hell no. And finally we have Jay. Top of the morning to you, governor. Oh, wow. Right, is that right? <laughs> that was bad. Oh, man. I tried to mix the Irish and English at the same time. It's like Whew. building of two things. I oh, thought my, my I thought my accents were bad, but man, clap, clap, yeah, clap. Um, don't take this the wrong way, Jay, but uh-huh, whereabouts uh-huh. are you from? Uh, What do you mean, where am I from? Your accent <laughs> is quite unusual. Uh, well, I uh, immigrated here from uh, South Korea when I was like, 10, 11 ish. Uh, so that, that would be that would be the sort of twang you have in your voice, still. I guess. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh wow! Well, twang, you say? Twang. Okay. Is, well, it, it, does the South right. just to automatically equivocate a twang? Your Asians don't know how to speak proper <laughs> English. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Thanks, John. I appreciate the compliment. Look, to be fair, uh, uh, we are now free of Europe. I can be as racist as I want. Well, that depends on where you are, John. <laughs> no, a twang your hair means not what. Well, obviously, it means something different over there. You know, you know, uh, not to harp on that too much, but I think my favorite thing was all, all the people were like, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving over to Europe. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Well, have you seen, have you seen Boris Johnson? Oh, anyway, the video games—that's the important thing. That's what we're yep. here to talk about. And there's a lot of video games going around right now. It's it's good. Yes. Because we're moving into July, and as we were talking before the show, be a nice, uh, nice summer break. Catch up on all these games you haven't been playing. Catch up on mm. mustard. So, Jason, have you actually played anything this week? I have. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, there actually isn't much to talk about other than what we've been talking about. Well, that's fine as long as you played something. That's all that matters. Yeah, I played uh, Overwatch. What's, oh, what's, what's that? What's that game? Is it is it new? You know, I feel bad. I've not played that game in like two weeks. 
Really? Between E3 and then after E3, I was just bombarded with review games, mm-hmm. and I haven't had time to get back to it. I want to. Yeah. Especially since in the news, they're, uh, they're oh, there's nerfing... Some, there's some interesting stuff about the consoles. Yep. Well, they're nerfing Bjorn on console. Uh, Jason, mm. tell me about that. Have you had really bad experience like playing yes. against Forbes on the console? Yes, his yeah, his yeah. turret will just wreck on a defense. Um, I have been killed by him uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he puts his turret on that rotating elevator on I can't remember the name of the map. Uh, sounds like Valskaya. Yeah, but it just kind of moves around the entrance yeah, yeah. area, and he puts it on oh, there. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that yeah. just, that's just, that thing is OP on consoles. I get why it's not as bad on PC, because of the mouse yeah. aim. So, be on consoles, it's a, it's a bane, that's for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I don't think I've been killed by that instances, but I have been killed by... The uh, the turrets many times before. Oh yeah, that thing is. Whew, especially when he upgrades it. Ugh. Yeah, it's not. It's worthless until you, he upgrades it. But... Oh, on consoles, it was a pain when he didn't upgrade it. When he upgraded Seriously? it, it was. It's yeah. like a pea shooter if he doesn't upgrade this. Oh like... yeah, but it's enough. It's enough to distract a console player to turn mm-hmm. and attack it. And then just and get, then the Torb himself kills you. Yeah, you just get he, he does a surprising amount of damage, especially up close. Yeah, so that's that's the issue there. So but, yeah, um, cool that's, that's really nice, dude. The, the fact that Blizzard's looking at the the console and the PC balancing in different ways because of the different basically uh, the community and uh, the skill level that they got going there. So that's good. I'm really happy to hear that. I'm also glad that they're not changing the Torb turret damage in the PC version because that'd be stupid. Yeah, at least he's fine. So, you've been playing Overwatch? Yeah, still loving my man Genji. Nice. I'm 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 surprised you're able to play Genji uh at a decent level in the consoles, man. That's hard. Um, I, I didn't say I was able to play. <laughs> he didn't he didn't well. speak upon his ability. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I I get killed left and right. It's just that uh you know, he's I, I just I just like the way he controls. I He reminds me of uh if Strider was in a first-person shooter game, you know he was—he's you know, got the double jump. You know he can right. run up walls. Very, very, very cool. Mobile. Yeah, with the slashes and everything. And yeah. when he pulls out that dragon blade, man, people better be careful. Exactly. That—that's uh, uh, what I love about Genji. Genji's so cool. Yeah, Genji literally is the character that I probably play about. Fifty percent of the time that I'm playing the game. Just check your stats. My nope. stats are so skewed to Junkrat; it's not even funny. <laughs> Everyone yes. has their favorite character for sure. Oh, yeah. I think I play Reinhardt the most. Not that I I do love Reinhardt, but I just play him because the team needs a tank a lot of times. Oh, absolutely. Mm. If there's, I, if there's not a Reinhardt, I don't feel comfortable in our win. But I don't know how to play him, so I don't ever want to take him. Yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. I I hardly ever play as Reinhardt. I need to get back in that game. Yeah, right. it's, it's so, awesome. so good. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that eventually Blizzard fixes the uh, the uh, loot drops though, because I'm really sick of white, white, blue, white. Yep, that's yeah, that's you. I've noticed that too. That's just that's so ah, uh, it's irritating. <sighs> 
Yeah, I, I you know it's taken me ever since I broke twenty. It's it's taken me quite a bit to level up. So I like to feel like I earned something. Mm-hmm. Not a white drop with you know five credits in it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, competitive play should be coming in in probably like a week or so as well. I hope that uh, because I'm more of a casual player, I hope that weeds out some of the the like really top tier players when I jump back into it. Um, well, it, it shouldn't matter because you have your MMR, so you should be playing against people around the same level as far as the team makeup goes. But, you know, no MMR is perfect. No, no, it's not. But there are people that are a lot, just a lot better than I am. And yeah. I figure competitive play will pull a lot of those people out. Yeah, they'll probably be queuing up and competitive a lot more than quick play, so that'll be nice. <sighs> well, anything else? Jason? Um, actually, that is it. Oh, there you go. There's your Overwatch update for the week. Yeah. Sadly, I need to play more of that game. All right, so let's talk to John. Do you have? Yeah, I've got a few things to say. So I've um, <laughs> I bought Pac-Man two five six. Is it two five six? Is it just two fifty six or is it two five six? I don't. Oh, two, I, I don't know the actual. Uh, it's. 256, 256, I don't know. Um, that game for what is essentially a, a port of a mobile game is surprisingly well done. I mean, very well done. Um, it isn't a standard port. Um, it, they have obviously taken care in the fact that this is being played on a console uh, as opposed to a touchscreen. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably exactly the same with the without the the free-to-play hooks. So on uh, mobile, it doesn't cost you anything, but you have a certain amount of lives that are on a timer. Um, if you want to unlock that, then uh, you pay £4, and that unlocks unlimited play. But you also have adverts to get coins, and coins are what are used to upgrade your abilities. With the console versions, it's just 4 quid. Oh, I guess it's probably about $5, I don't know, but it's... It's the one price you pay. They are, there are no watch ads or anything like that. You get a, uh, in place of it, you get like a free gift of coins every sort of ten minutes or so while you're playing. Um, uh, it's so much fun. It it really is, uh, especially uh, co-op. Uh, you can play well co-op. It's, it's like a, up to four player multiplayer when you've got four of you on the screen all clamoring up the same maze. It's so well done. There's a lot of fun. Um, there's no online, which is a shame. I'm playing the the three uh, the Xbox One version. Um, I don't know if it's different on uh, PC or uh, PlayStation, but it's uh, uh, it's local carb only. But it's for you can't go wrong for a, a couple of quid. It's a very very good Pac-Man game. So I, I would recommend that to anybody if you like a bit of Pac-Man. Um, uh, the big game I played this week is Tokyo Mirage Sessions uh, Sharp FE. Uh, give it what? full can title. You, can you justify that title to me? Does it make sense? Is, in the is, this, is the Sharp like because it's about music or something? It's, yes. I mean, the Tokyo Mirage is... Okay, so I can break the title down exactly to you if you wish because it does all of it has meaning. Tokyo is where it's set. Mirage are the uh, the, the spirits in the game. Uh, sessions are the collaborations that you have during combat, and then the sharp FE is the uh, is the the, the musical connotation uh, to the game. So this is a Persona game through and through. This is Persona Four, but they've 
they've tweaked various bits and pieces. So, for example, it's not high school students. Um, the, the group of friends in this game are um, aspiring idols, whether it be singing, acting, yeah. dancing. Uh, they're all um, aspiring to... Uh, uh, you know, greatness in regards to, to, to performance. Um, there are no personas, but there are performers, which is oh, so it's so okay. Um, this the story basically is that um, a group of friends are trying, or they're at a tryout for a talent show. Uh, I guess Britain's got talent or America's got talent. So equivalent to that. What about Tokyo? Uh, Does Tokyo have talent? It's called One... Oh, what's the name of their... One in a thousand... One in a million, I think it's called. One in a million is the fake show that this is. Um, and essentially, um, they're all waiting to whatever, in the queue or the lines or whatever, to be seen and show their stardom. Um, and something strange happens. A dark force takes uh, two of them away into this um, weird world, like a dungeon, you would say. Um, but they're called idol spheres. And these are very similar to the dungeons in Persona, where you run along in the dungeon trying to find a path. Uh, enemies pop up and you then go into battle. Uh, the only difference being is that these um, are a little bit more complex than just the standard maps, uh, whereas with Persona you had levels that you reached up, uh, you know, floor by floor. This has those, but it also, each floor has different levels, and you have to, it's kind of like a an, an puzzle navigation kind of thing. So you, you've got to work out which way, you need to go to get to a, like an, another part of the level, which you might need to get to to get to a different part. It's, it's a little bit of a puzzle element going on uh, during the, the dungeon calling side of things. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> uh, they, uh, whilst in this idol sphere, um, find it within them to unleash their mirage, which is their persona for want of a better word um whereas with persona it was about maybe conquering something personal to that person would unlock their persona this is kind of they the the mirages are unlocked through you believing in yourself that you can sing and you can dance you know that kind of thing and these mirages are there to help you. There are bad mirages which are trying to take over the world. Your mirages are good. You only have one. So I think with uh, Persona, the side characters all had their one Persona, but the main character, the one that you played, was different in that he could have multiple and craft them. The, these characters all have one Persona, but you have different weapons, and the weapons grant you uh, abilities and resistances against other things. And as you level the weapon up, it unlocks certain attacks or buffs. Um, you can max level it and then craft a new one with these things called performers, which are what you gain in battle. These, these um, names are fucking embarrassing, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not doing it much justice. Um, uh, you've also got like side missions, like uh, things that you can do that will, strengthen the bonds between the characters much like in persona and they will again give buffs or um 
uh, stat increases for certain so, things. So where's the fire emblem aspect to this game, <laughs> if any? If there is all. no fire emblem aspect so to this game. I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought, and I thought they were like pets. Like, kind of like... Like Pokemon. Yeah, no. like you can you can trap like the fire emblem stuff or something. Like, that's what no. I heard. No. No, I'm not... Well, you know what? I'm about 10 to 15 hours in and there hasn't been any of that aspect yet, but I'm not going to say there isn't, because it could be... I'm is only, it, I'm only in chapter two. Is it a game? No. This is, this is Persona. Turn-based Persona. What uh, the this... fuck does a Fire Emblem have to do with anything? Why, why I, did they I, put that idea across in the first place? I don't know what... I don't know how... I've not played Fire Emblem, so I can't say if there's a similarity anywhere. This is Persona. This is through and through that I can see it's Persona. Um, the... Ooh. Only, I mean, I don't know whether it's because of the sessions thing. So, I don't know if Fire Emblem has anything like this. But say, for example, uh, you one of your characters does a lightning attack against an enemy who is subsept or weak against lightning. If one of your other characters or both of them has a weapon that has a lightning buff on their weapon, they will create a session, which is essentially uh, an extra attack from that character. And so you can have, at the moment, three chains. You have the main character doing an attack and then up to two other characters and throwing in on that attack as well. So it, I don't know whether that's Fire Emblem-ish. No. no, okay. I have no idea then. I mean, this is, I mean, the, the maps are laid out just like the Persona maps are where you've got a map and you can fast travel between them um, and they're a set area where you run around. You've got your, your, your uh, they're even, all of the spells are the same. Zeo, Boofer. They're all they're all the same names. All of the spells are the same names. It's it is the persona of it shines through, but that isn't a bad thing. It is incredibly fun to play. The characters, although it seems a little bit bizarre, the the story is actually quite fun, and the characters are very colourful, and they bounce off of one another really well. Um, the story, again, I'm only in chapter two. It's like you get uh, each chapter. Between each chapter, there's, they call it an intermission. And the intermission is where you can go and do some of the side quests that will allow you to uh, gain some extra boosts and stuff like that. You don't have to do them, but it does say that, you know, if you want to experience a game and, and, and unlock things to the fullest, that's a good thing to do. So I have these intermissions. So I'm now on chapter two. Um, the other thing is, is that the dungeons are themed. So the first dungeon um, was kind of set in like this. Uh, it had like a clothing theme to it, and so you had to navigate these um, big dog mannequins that were clothed in a certain way, and you move their arms and stuff, so you can get to certain levels. The second one is camera themed, so that has these themes where uh, where you've got a, a camera. Is static cameras on the map, and if you go in front of them, it takes a photo of you and then zaps you back to the beginning of the stage. So that puzzle element is trying to find a way around the map without going in front of a camera. You can go behind them but, uh, and to the side, but you can't go in front of them. So the, the dungeons are... Uh, each dungeon from this, what seems to be, uh, have a different theme. So again, a little bit different to Persona. They've added on to it um, really well, I think. And because... The one thing I didn't like about Persona was the Persona part. 
having to craft all of these bits and pieces really? and Dude, I, I that's, that part. I'm, I'm not i'm not into that i i everything else about persona i just adored the card bit was the bit i wasn't overly keen on found it more of a chore than a, a something to enjoy with this because they've removed that and they've basically put all of the the resistance and the attacks into the weapons and you're leveling them up um and the weapons aren't you can't buy the weapons. You have to find the parts to create them. So there's something called uh, Carnage. The, the weapon's called Carnage, that's it. And you can do a Carnage Unity, which is where you found the right performers, and they will then make that weapon, and then you can equip that weapon um, and level that up. You keep all of your weapons, because if you're finding a particular enemy difficult, you can swap weapons on the fly, because the weapon that you uh, uh, need maybe has a certain buff on it or something like that. So you swap them out and that will then give you the advantage in battle. Uh, and that's all set. It's not like a, a random side of the things where you've got to have certain cards and it's just, you get the performers by the right performers. You need to get the weapon by doing battles and moving the story along. You create them leveling up and then you keep them and swap them out. Uh, they also have something called radiant unities, which a similar thing, but with um, stat boosts, and, and buff so uh, again you you get these performers they can then be um unified and that will then give uh your character um a speed boost or a strength boost which is permanent for them so it's i mean it is it's, it's good the only downside is that there's no uh english voice dubbing it's all text-based um mainly because this game has a lot of music in it a lot of singing a lot of songs which it also saves a lot of money in localization too absolutely yes of course yeah but but again uh, i was speaking to you two before the show uh that those guys have a really good track record when it comes to english dubbing and it was a shame that it wasn't here it would have been just a nice little uh, extra i guess but Mm -hmm. the way that the story is it's about you know you get anime cut scenes where um, a character's, you know, performing, you know, singing a song in a crowd or, you know, and you can't really dub songs. It doesn't, you know, it just doesn't work that way. Um, so I guess that's probably the reason why. But I'm absolutely loving it. I can't stop playing the thing. It's just, I needed a new persona, and this is definitely a new persona. <laughs> but I don't know where the fire emblem stuff is maybe again maybe i'm missing something because i don't know Every, everything you described it. has nothing to do with fire emblem whatsoever so, um, you know but, what like i can I, it's fine it's completely different from what i was hoping for and that's okay you know it's its own thing and i can i can accept it as what it is but i don't like idols dude i actively dislike things that do with idols i think japan is way too fucking crazy in my timeline <laughs> all the time i follow people like they're good people i like them but I don't agree with a lot of tastes that they have, and boy, did they retweet a lot of idol stuff. So it just mm. constantly filled with idol this, idol that, like idol master, whatever, love live, so, and all the stuff. So I hate that theme. So is much. it really? Is it? Is it really? I mean, I'm, I should really know this because I'm going there later, later in the air. But is is Japan really that heavily into into idols and things like that? I guess. Uh, well, I mean, these people that I know aren't like you know Japanese or living in Japan, you know. But they're okay. infatuated with this, so I don't know what the authentic Japanese people are like. But I imagine mm. it's pretty popular over there, too. But regardless oh. of the fact that I hate idols, the game itself seems pretty good. General yeah, consensus, it, it definitely is. I mean, it, if, you, if you liked Persona 4, 
Yeah. And you're going to like this game. It has... I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a All try. All of the trappings. But again, I, I've only played a certain amount. It could be that any kind of Fire Emblem resemblance would appear further on down the game. So um, I can't attest to that as, yeah, I've not played enough of it. Hey, John. Mm. Um, one, one of the big things that I really appreciated about Persona was uh, the characterizations um, that that were in that in, in those games. Mm. Would you say that um, you grow, you've grown grown attached to a character? Um, um, it's difficult with. Um, I mean, with Persona, the characters were really well done. Um, they are really well done here. Um, it's hard to compare because again, I, I, ten hours to fifteen hours seems like a long time to play a game, but not when you're talking about one of these type of games. There are yeah. certainly a wide variety of different characters. They've all got quirks. Um, a, a majority of them are, are, are funny quirks, uh, are enjoyable to watch uh, as they develop. Um, there's, I guess there's one character that I haven't grown too much as gar- character called Barry. And Barry is a Westerner. And this Westerner is an ex guitarist for an American rock band and he's one of your um <laughs> wait, wait, are you sure he's not an ex stars member from Raccoon City? Yeah, yeah. No. Not? <laughs> no. <laughs> um and he's he's one of your tutors, so you go to him for, for, for lessons on singing and, and dancing oddly. And he's a bit over over the top. Um but I've, again he's I've only um had two cutscenes with, you're where you're he's starting been, to kill the game for me again, John. Come on. The, the, <laughs> where he's relevant. Um, the main cast, which at the moment is sort of four... Uh, you're, they actually call it a cast as well. Your your um, character roster is called a cast in, in the settings. You're, uh, my cast is currently at four. They're probably going to be more. Um, and they are, they're also characters that aren't playable. So there's um, returning characters. Like the uh, company that you are... Um, employed in as an idol maker is uh, called Fortuna, and the uh, the boss of that company uh, is 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 a, 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 an interesting enough character in her own right. Even though you'll never play as her, you do a lot of interacting. Um, so it yeah, there's a nice a, a nice cast there, and I hope that I will grow to love them as much as I did the, the characters in Persona Four. Well, I'm exhausted. Sorry, it's a lot to take. <laughs> it's a lot. It is because it's so in depth, and you know, it's not just. There's a lot of mechanics there, um, but it, as I say, if you if you like Persona, you'll you, you love it. <sighs> no, and that's like all I, I've done, really. I was gonna say. I, now I feel like I know why I never got into these games. <laughs> I played Persona Four for two hours, and an hour and a half of that was a conversation at a dinner table. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, maybe, maybe this is not for me. No, you know, if you, if you don't like reading, man, don't play them JRPGs. No, oh, it's like, yeah, it's not even about the reading. Persona was fully voiced. Yeah, this is even worse because you have to read. No, I don't have to. I can just hit the power button. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't have to read. You know, that's fine with me. Okay, well then, nothing else. Uh, no, no, they're the, they're, the, they're the ones of note. Okay, well then I will move over to Jay and see what he's been playing. I think he's probably been playing something that uh, I'm going to talk about too. Yeah, I, I believe you and I will have some similar things to talk about so we can chime in. Uh, well, first of all, the the thing that's been on everyone's mind 
Mighty Number no. Nine came out. Yes, oh dude, yeah. Mighty Number no. Nine is out there. It's a real game. And I don't uh, need to hear your opinions because I formed my own having not played it. Oh, you should. That's that's the way. Yeah, that's how the internet works, man. Make sure you're yes, really it loud is. about yep. it. Too. Yes. yes. Scream been, and yell. I have been purposefully quiet on this one because I haven't played it. And as you know, I have zero um, investment in the Mega Man universe. Um, but it has been one hell of a shitstorm to watch. <laughs> yeah, it, it has been. Um well, I heard the game itself suffers some launch issues with people not being able to, you know, like redeem their codes from their backer stuff, which mm. is terrible. Oh. That shit shouldn't happen. That's obviously that's something that needs to be taken care of if it, if it hasn't been already. Yep. I didn't have that issue. Uh, plugged it in, it's fine, whatever. So I played it. I played first two levels of it, and the game is okay. It's not. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's not. I don't like that main mechanic where you damage something and you dash through it. I think it's clunky. I don't think it fits the vibe of the the platformer very well. Um, I think the fact that you have infinite air dashes is really fucking broken for like boss encounters and platforming in general. And the levels are levels suffer because of you. You have that ability from the get go. Just infinite infinite mobility in the air, just constant dashes all the time. Um, the the sub weapons and stuff like that that you get from other other. Uh, other guys are okay. I like the fact that it has multiple things you can do with it instead of just the one. Um, the characters uh, are not charming at all. Like Mega Man's iconic, you know. Mega Man, you have like Doctor Wily and all that stuff. The, the their characterization is 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 done very well. It's very charming. It's very clever in a lot of the things that they do. Mighty Number no. Nine doesn't have anything like that at all. I don't. I don't. All the characters look kind of dumb. Like the visuals look. I don't like the style that they went with the visuals at all. Um, it just it just looks flat and kind of ugly. It doesn't it doesn't look colorful. I mean, I miss I miss my you know like Mega Man sprites and stuff like that. You know, especially the Mega Man X generations and stuff. Some of my favorite games of all time. Uh, so I don't know. It's Mighty Number no. Nine. It's not a not a terrible game. Like, it's not like it's not like the fucking apocalypse in game form that the internet is making it out to be. It's not a stellar game. Um, it's got some issues as far as balancing goes, and the core mechanic isn't terrific, but it's it's still an okay game. I, I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's kind of in the middle. I might go back to it. I'm not that excited to uh, play that much more of it, honestly. But it's okay. It's what what do you, what do you got to say about it, Ken? Well, uh-huh. uh huh. here we go. Uh, I've actually beat it. Oh, nice. Uh, so I've played through the entire cool. game. Um, I agree with some of your points. I do. Um, I think that the characters themselves. Aside from being just my god, like you can match them piece for piece to a Mega Man game. Uh-huh. There's there's a really large happy scientist. Uh, you know, there's a nefarious evil scientist. There are eight robots who are bad, and they all have specific abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a sister who, oh my god, her level is fucking. Terrible. I didn't get to that. Um, you have to defeat the first eight mighties to get to her level, and she is the first post level, and they completely change the mechanics. So you can still dash, but it doesn't kill the enemy. So it's nah. it's a completely different mechanic. Uh, her gun is also less powerful, and she relies on stealth. And Stealth in, in a Mega Man type of game. Yes, it is. Whoever <clears throat> thought that was a good idea, you are an idiot. 
you need to be removed from game design because it, you go from taking these eight stages, which I enjoyed. Um, I especially enjoyed Counter Shade stage because it was different. So most Mega Man stages have you go from point A to point B, you know, platforming challenges, take them down, get to the boss, take the boss down. In Counter Shade's level, it is one looping level. Um, and the entire time, he is shooting at you like he's a sniper. So he's trying to snipe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the objective is, of the level is to find him in different rooms and wear him down over time. Uh, and this can go back and forward, so you don't just go from left to right. Sometimes you go right to left. And I thought it was interesting. It's a little broken because it's not really that hard. Uh, mm-hmm. The enemies don't respawn, and if you do happen to die, there is no checkpoint in that level. So those are problems with that level. But I like the idea. I thought it was neat. Um, but this, and and I think this goes, you know, people say Mega Man's iconic. You know, we've, we, we love Mega Man. Mega Man is great. Um, most people feel like Mega Man is only 10% great. Because there's mm-hmm. about... I don't know, 20 games at this point, and people only seem to fondly remember three of them. Um, that's, number... not, that's not true for my case. But well, okay. no, it's not true for my case either, but that's what, you know, the, the majority of the internet only likes the first three Mega Man games. That's fucking stupid. Which is dumb, because you know, <laughs> there are some good post-three Mega Man games. Yeah. Um, but to me, Mighty Number no. 9 is a fucking... It's a fucking Mega Man. Like... I don't know what you thought it was going to be, but when Inafune said he was making a Mega Man spiritual successor, it's a goddamn... You play the levels, you beat the robots, you get their weapons. Enemies are weak to other enemies' weapons, which I think mm-hmm. it's cool that they actually show you which ones are. So, like, when you defeat an enemy, uh, when you ah. hover over the stage, it tells you, like, they pop up and give you advice. I kind of like figuring that stuff out on my own. but Oh, uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and that stuff is neat, but I liked the touch. Mm. Um, I also like that if you beat the level, um, or if you have the weapon, like, you get a different cutscene in the level. So, why like... Would, why uh, would you beat the stage again after you get the weapon? No, 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 no. If you get the weapon that's... that's um, that hurts oh, oh the, the weakness one. Yeah, okay. you get a little yeah. cutscene of that character in the level. That's neat. So, like, he will take out a certain area that that you would have to go through regularly. Which I thought was neat. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, You are right that most of the bosses are kind of uninspired and feel like, you know, cutting room floor Mega Man characters or (laughs) actually some copies of Mega Man characters. Hyrule Man. (laughs) Yeah, there's, uh, um, yeah. As far as the dash mechanic, it doesn't bother me. Um, I actually enjoy the meta of it to where I'm trying to keep 100% combo going. I think that's kind of fun. Sometimes I suck at it, but I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think the game does a terrible job of explaining its, its uh, more advanced um, mechanics. Like it, it never even tells you that you can do a backwards dash jump or a... Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a, a horizontal shot. Like, uh, oh, there's a tip section in the menu that will teach you all these advanced techniques. It doesn't even tell you that weapons have different abilities. And that you can set them uh, at, at, like, a hot button. Right. Like, all of that stuff is hidden in the menus, and it sucks because a lot of that stuff makes for some really cool gameplay. But it's all hidden in the menus, and it's just, it's weird. 
like well, that. well that's well, i mean i i it's kind of shitty but at the same time if they just plastered me with constant like tutorial stuff i would have hated the game even more so that's good i i like figuring stuff on my own when i got the first power it was like oh i could do this with that i could i could change this and then do another power with this and then doing like the dash jump and stuff like that to get extra momentum and things like that like i you just kind of figure out by playing um which is which is not really an issue for me, but as far as like the characters, what do you think about the visuals? You like the visuals style eh, of this game? The visuals are fine; they don't bother me. They're not offensive, mm-hmm. but they also don't really inspire me. Like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. remember. There are some really cool stage layouts, and there are some that are really really boring. Um, it's it's kind of a mesh. I don't like his character design. I think the game looks kind of bad technically in certain spots, right. especially the fire. I think it looks really bad. Right. But you know, it, it's kind of a Mega Man game to me. You know, and, and and a lot of the things people are complaining about in this game, like the voice acting and the visuals, like none of that was ever why I played these games. No, no, the people complaining about voice acting in a game like this is just kind of being stupid. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't get it. And, like, the story, like, yeah, the story's not that great, but um, every Mega Man game had pretty much the same story. You know, it's not why we played them. I think, I think people forgot about the Mega Man X4. Oh. Iris. The legendary Zero Iris moment. Oh, God. Like, it, I think some people forget that, which one was it? Was it X7 or X8 that wasn't even, like, a 2D side-scroller? <laughs> yeah, if you look at, like, the later down X7, like, they're all 3D models, and they had, like... It was it was it was terrible. To me, this is a mediocre Mega Man game. Absolutely, it does not yeah. rank up there with like two or X or things like that. I I totally get that, but it feels like it belongs there. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's one of those kind of games for sure. Absolutely, and I haven't had one of those since you know Capcom decided to throw us a bone with Mega Man Nine and Ten all those mm-hmm. years ago. So those games were good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's Mighty Number no. Nine. It's. It's not. It's not like a terrible game, but it's not exceptional either. So curb your enthusiasm going in, basically. Yeah, but also people treat it like it's a sixty dollar game, and I think people forget that it's a twenty dollar game. Yeah, that's also very true. So. I think the obviously um, all the controversy and everything surrounding this game with the backing, with the whole thing with Inafune, and the, the misquoting of Inafune and what he actually said in that interview is a goddamn travesty. And as far as journalism is concerned, man, it is, and nobody Just, cares yeah. that it was. Corrected. Nobody, nobody fucking cares. Like they look at it and they're like, "Oh, this furthers my own thoughts about this game. Yeah. This is what I believe now. And that's it. That's all they care about. They don't care about the truth." So I, I feel bad for him. Uh, yeah, he made a lot of mistakes in this. Uh, oh, absolutely. This he's, for sure. he's owned all of them. He has. Yeah, he did. He did. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's not. He just wanted to make a good game, man. Yeah. He got. He got. He was well above his head as far as what he could do as a as just a single man for planning and everything. Right. But he didn't do it to hurt people. He didn't do it to con people out of their money. That was never his intention, you know? No. You forget that this man has been in the industry for as somewhat, you know, he's one of the most respected people in the industry for the longest time. And this has hurt his name so much and it doesn't, he doesn't deserve it, honestly. No, he doesn't. Um, and I think a lot of people fail to realize like they're like, he got three million dollars. I'm like, I don't think you realize three million dollars ain't a lot for a game. That's yeah. also, he, he, he gets you... to spend about 60% of that too, so yeah. Yeah. Are you guys, I mean, I, I, I'm coming from a position where I have no invested interest in, in the series. Um, are you guys, con- as being fans of both this and Castlevania, concerned about the fact that this is the same team? 
Um, I, I will speak about that actually right now because I played the uh, Bloodstain. I was, I was going to say, it, 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 so you put in a $60 tier. God, I wish I had, but at the same time, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> well, the the demo is uh, is very short and um, to the point, but oh, man. Yeah, that um, is that is fucking Symphony of the Night. I know. Really I, nice I saw the videos from E3, which surprisingly Microsoft was the one that had it at their booth. But yeah, um, I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm a hundred percent down for this game. Let me let Heck me tell yeah. you though, like all the little nuances that you remember from Symphony of the Night, back backdashing being faster than walking forward, that's in there. You want to do you want to do uh, you want to do nice jump castle slashes so you can do a jump. Slash, and then as soon as you land, you do a slash so that you do two slashes really, really fast. That's also in the game. And then there's also improvements, too, on how magic is used. Instead of just kind of aiming it forward or uh, backwards, you can actually aim it uh, any direction you want. You use the R trigger to actually aim the magic, so you can just directly aim up, you know, or like at like a, at like an angle above you or below and stuff like that. So it feels very smooth. Um you know, you're just jumping around, uh, breaking lamps and fighting dudes and giant monsters and stuff, leveling up, getting items. It feels good. Like, the movement feels tight. Uh, and the character and uh, the visuals look excellent, too. And the animation of the monsters look really smooth. This game is turning, uh, turning out really well. Uh, happy to, happy to be a part of that one. Yeah, I'm so. very, I'm very glad that games like Mighty Number no. 9 and Bloodstain and Ukulele can exist now. I think that's really cool. Yeah, this is this is yet another game we wouldn't have gotten with Kickstarter. And people keep, you know, talking down about Kickstarter whenever there's like a there's like a thing that happens like what was that one um that was Schaefer? Oh, Broken Age. Yeah, Broken Age. Like um there was a huge uh downgrade in quality for episode two compared to episode one. Mm-hmm. And people were talking about it and I agree, that that kinda sucked. But you have to remember for, you know, every, every like one major success story, there's a couple of failures. And that's just how it is. You know, you're gonna have to break a couple of eggs to make the good ones. And if you, if you decide to cut off that avenue com- uh, completely because of a couple of things that didn't turn out exactly as well as you had hoped, in which in essence is often too much. You're asking for too much a lot of times in an unrealistic fashion. People don't know uh, about game development too much. Uh, <laughs> According to the internet, you would think they know everything. Yeah, they probably yeah. have published and developed at least fifteen, twenty games the way they're talking about it. But no, I, you know, I haven't. But I talk to a lot of game developers. I have some game developer friends, also people working in publishing. So I know about the things that go on the inside, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of red tape. It's just complicated stuff. So whenever I see people talking out of their ass, I always I always laugh. Uh, moving on to the next game, I played some. Umbrella Corp. Hey, I, I played that too. Uh, so I say it's a hot <laughs> pile of garbage. It's uh, <sighs> this, this game has no redeeming factors at all. Like, I can't think of one good thing to say about this game. Um, can you be my guest? Try. Uh, one really positive thing to say about Umbrella Corp. I'm, I'm trying... I'm trying. I hear you're, that, you're uh, Mr. Positive Ken. Come on. Oh, I hear that. I hear that one life mode is can can get kind of addictive. But I I couldn't I couldn't you know you know what oh my god the 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 view. Oh why why is that third person view so bad? It is bad. Have you played it with a mouse and keyboard too? Yes. Oh boy, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> like it uses analog stick. Yeah. Motion yep. for the mouse and keyboard movement, and it is terrible. 
I've never I've never felt the game control worse in third person. Yeah, it's bad. This, like, this I game was, is dead on arrival, man. There's so. no point. Like the single player mode is awful. It's not. It's not even a. It's not even really a single player. You no, just, it's just kill a bunch of dudes, collect a bunch of vials, move on, yeah. rinse, repeat. That's all it is. And the multiplayer modes are interesting. Like, but from what I hear, there are sub two hundred people playing it now, like a week after release. So yeah, good luck finding any matches in that game. Yeah, and it's just it's basically that that little axe thing is overpowered. So like half the team is basically running around with the axe, just yeah. like trying to backstab people, mm-hmm. and that's the entire game. Like that's your whole experience. Just Getting getting stabbed in the back by an axe out of nowhere. You're like, uh, okay, I guess, sure. Um, that game is terrible. I don't know. I was an advocate for Operation Raccoon City. Like, I enjoyed that game more than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I have I have no, no love. For no, this Operation game. Raccoon City was a masterpiece compared to this. Oh trash. yeah, this this game's not good. Don't 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 buy this game. Don't play this game. Don't even. <laughs> usually, I say try for yourself. Maybe you'll have a different. No, don't. Don't buy this game. No, I can't. It's twenty bucks, right? I no. I think it's thirty bucks. Actually. Oh God, no, definitely not. I wouldn't recommend it for twenty. I wouldn't recommend it for a dollar. Ooh, it's bad. It's, it's not good. Not worth, it's not worth your time. And also, I uh, play Zero Time Dilemma. This will be my fi- final game I talk about for now. Um, the review went up a couple of days ago. Seems uh, very critically acclaimed so far. I think it's sitting on something like ninety three, ninety four on Metacritic or something like that. It's higher than Uncharted, yeah. <laughs> oh, not that not the people that play this visual novel game care about Uncharted. I, I know, um, but I will say, has anyone in in here played Nine 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 or Virtue's Last Reward? You know, I've never even seen those games. Like, I've never even touched them. How about how about John, Jason? No, um, I don't. No, I don't think so. No, no, I I I haven't played any of them as well. I I've, I've wanted to, but. Mm-hmm. Never got around to it. Nobody likes to read. I told you. <laughs> no, I say it. <laughs> it's not just about the reading, though. I mean, I'm sure some of you guys like puzzle games, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I like okay. Intelligent Cube and Super Puzzle Fighter. Does that count? Super Puzzle Fighter definitely does. Yeah, not that's count. the bomb. That's the bomb. <laughs> it is an awesome game, but it, it doesn't it doesn't count for this context. No, I know. But uh, what I'll say is that 999 and Virtual Slash Reward are gonna be getting a Steam release. Probably in the next year or so. So if you ever have the opportunity to check out those games, I strongly urge that you do. Because it's one of those games that have some of the most mind-bending narrative and story ever written in fiction. I'm not even, I'm not just talking about in video game form. I'm talking about like literal books of fiction. I think I may have, um, Virtue's Last Reward because I'm pretty sure it was a, it was a, it was a PS Plus on Vita. Yes. Yeah. But, you shouldn't, but you shouldn't play that before. You probably shouldn't play that until you play 999. If you want if you want the best experience, you can play it, but you won't get like all the story elements and stuff. Because some of the characters in that game are actually directly from 999, continuing off from where they left off. Okay. But um, in uh, Zero Time Dilemma, they just notched it up several, several folds as far as the story elements go. And I love the puzzle elements, because in this game, the puzzles feel kind of high stakes a lot of times because you're always fighting for your life. You know those games kind of like escape room puzzle kind of things where you try to find a, find a way out of a place where so. you're kind of forever. Um, so. <laughs> so is is cute. But it's not it doesn't really uh tax your intelligence too much those games, right? It's but about in this survival. game 
Yeah, yeah. In, in this game, I kept a notepad and a pen next to me while I played the game. Within 20 hours, I filled out about nine pages worth of notepads. <laughs> notes. Wow. Doing my post solving, taking notes of key terminology that might come back later. And boy, did they ever, because everything that I wrote down in that notepad became relevant at some point or another. And I wow. love that. Dude. I love that. The games don't do that much anymore. But yeah. uh, this game really made me think. And the, the puzzles were so well balanced to the point where I was never stuck at one puzzle for too long. I think the longest I ever spent was maybe about 30 minutes on a single puzzle. And um, that just feels really satisfying because if I got stuck in this game and I couldn't beat it because I couldn't solve a puzzle... I would have to ask the developers because there's no fact for this game that they, that exists, and I had to actually talk to some people at Access at one point because I didn't I didn't understand some parts of the UI where it was telling me to go next. But um, outside of that, man, the puzzles the puzzles are really well balanced and satisfying to solve. The story is fucking bonkers. Um, the the plot twist in that game will blow your mind. And, um, yeah, this is one of the best games I played this year. Uh, easily, easily top contender for a uh, game of the year so far. So definitely, definitely check this series out in general if you, if you ever have the opportunity. 999 Virtual Slash Reward and Zero Time Dilemma. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I'll wrap it up. I spent a lot of time playing Mighty Number no. 9, so we've already covered a lot of that game. Yep. Uh, I also spent a lot of time playing Star Ocean, um, Integrity and faithlessness, which I think is that like one of the worst and one of the best. It's it's the best because one of the worst. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I can't talk about that unfortunately until tomorrow or tonight, Monday night. I can talk about it Monday night. But it's, you know, it's, it's a JRPG. It, yeah, it's a it's, it's a JR. It's a Japanese ass JRPG. That's what that game is. Mm-hmm. Um. Still trodden my way through Darks Darksiders two when I decided to play through that again. Did you? What what gave you the idea to do that? I don't know. I just I felt like I wanted a dungeon puzzle solving game. You wanted to play some Zelda. I, okay. I did and I, I you know, I'd kinda wore out Twilight Princess H D and I I'd been considering starting Wind Waker over and I just I'm like, God damn, Wind Waker's a long game. I can yeah. I can probably kill Darksiders in about twenty hours and I don't have to Focus on it. I can just play it when I want to play it because I already know what happens. So you can always replay Skyward Sword, can't? Uh, that's, that's a short game, uh, no, not padded at all. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. No, you, you love you love it. No, I don't. Love the motion controls. Uh, I love that game, but I hated the length and the motion controls. <laughs> uh, I would give anything for a Wind Waker style remake of that game that was just using standard controls. I would kill for it. Um, I played a bunch of indie games, and I don't even know which ones I can talk about. They're indie. Who cares? Uh, Mono- <laughs> I, I did play Monochroma, John. Oh, okay. yes, yes. I'm sorry. Oh, you are. <laughs> what, what is that game? And it's, I'm guessing it's not great. It's So it's a black and white game with like some splashes of red color. And from what I can tell, what bit of it I played, uh, you're trying to solve these puzzles while also carrying your little brother. So like, uh, you gotta, mission. you awesome. gotta, you gotta put him down and solve the puzzle. Um, I did have a, a hilariously dark moment. I put him down to solve a puzzle, and then I dropped a, a fucking like train car on his head. 
<laughs> and I don't think that was supposed to be funny, but I laughed. That sounds hilarious. So so, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I've also spent the last two weeks playing the Technomancer, but I can't talk about that either. <laughs> Why do I know that name? It's not out yet. <laughs> does he? Does Does the character summon Techno? Uh, I wish. Yeah. I wish he did, because uh, I would totally play more of that game. No, that's the new game from the Spiders, guys. The guys that uh, built Bound by Flame and Mars. Oh. <laughs> I like the res- make decent games. I like right? the response to that, yeah. Yeah, no, like, their games are like those classic Eurojank RPGs that, uh, like, are almost good. They're they're the kind of games that are worth it at five dollars. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, wait till it's five dollars. No, <laughs> this is a sixty dollar oh, okay. game. <laughs> um, but we'll be able to talk about that next week. The review is written. I didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it. But uh, it goes live on Tuesday, I believe. And I think that's it. I'm trying. Oh no 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 no! no. I I did. I I know. We talked about this last week. I hadn't done it yet. So I played through that Resident Evil Seven demo. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, yeah, I did that. Um, I like it. I like the atmosphere of that. I like, like, just, I don't know, there's something about it that, that, that resonates with me, and I can't quite put my finger on it. And you didn't, you didn't like PT, right? So that's, that's interesting. No, I did not like PT because I felt PT was just obscure for the sake of being obscure. Hmm. Like, See the I understand that, and that's why I am one of the I am one of the biggest Metal Gear fans that think Death Stranding is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I do hope there's more to it than that demo, and I'm sure there will be. I'm not trying to judge it on the little teaser that they put out, but mm-hmm. I'm in for the atmosphere. I'm in for the 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 like vibe of that game. Like it's genuinely creepy and interesting, and I will certainly give it a shot. Those two words has haven't been associated with Resident Evil in so long yeah. that I'm so happy that you know we can actually say that this game actually has atmosphere. It actually might be scary. That's that that is thrilling. To me. I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's good and I'm hoping that it's more than what was in that teaser because I need to. I need a little uh, more. Substance. I heard there's combat at the very least. So yeah, that's a thing. yeah. That that scares me because first person combat is hard. Yeah. First person not shooting combat is hard. Mm-hmm. Like Mirror's Edge, uh, Catalyst is a is a really great game. That first person combat is fucking terrible. So, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, I think that's all I got. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. Okay, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like end the, of June. The yeah, end of June the, rush. Uh, the crunch. Seven days to die. Which is the first game published by Telltale Games that is not made by Telltale Games. And this game has been in early development for about seven years. So yeah. you know. My friend keeps banging on about getting that. He says it looks cool. It's a survival game. It's like Daisy kind of thing. It's, it's been in early access for like years. I tell you, there are, years. there are two things in games that like I see a game and I think it looks cool and I get excited about it, but there are two things you can say about a game that completely like nullify my boner. Early access. No. Uh, survival. Survival game is okay. one of them. Roguelike is the other. Uh, I don't mind. I just when I think like there there's two survival. There's two indie games that I played this week that I thought were really cool and then came to the realization that when you die you start over. And 
I, roguelots can be fun if they're balanced well. Yeah, but and there's only been one. <clears throat> excuse me, there's only been one that really, really did it for me, and that was Rogue Legacy. Yeah, Rogue Legacy did it quite well. Um, I just I'm one of those people that prefer to have progression kept. But Ken, the progression is your skills level. I don't have time for my skills level. <laughs> <laughs> I have 30 different games in my backlog and only so many hours in a day to play them. So if you start me over after I die the first time, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> did anyway, you play Enter the Gungeon? I did. A uh, really cool game. And then my boner got killed when I found out it was a roguelike and I got pissed. All right. I just There's a lot of games out there that I wish were just standard progression games because I'm so goddamn sick of roguelike being the hook. They're the thing nowadays, aren't they? They're, yeah. the, they're, they're the they're the they're the what the in thing. Oh well, those those games are are like um, couch uh, competitive games. They will die out eventually. That's um, no, they're definitely not going to die because roguelikes have been around forever. Yeah, but the popularity of every game having to have that goddamn mechanic will die. The the problem with that is when you make an indie game, right? One of the biggest issues is the length content. Right, so when you make a roguelike, you're technically making a game that lasts forever. No, you're and not. That, you're making a game that lasts ten minutes for me because I will turn it off. Well, that's that. That's for you. But <laughs> what I mean is that you play. Let's say you have like the Bindings of Isaac, right? Let's say if that was a ten level game and you were done, that game would not be nearly as popular as it is now if it didn't have that roguelike element. Um, same thing with Rogue Legacy and every other game like that. I think roguelike is fine as long as they. Do it right. I mean, you like Rogue Legacy, right? That's a quintessential, you know, roguelike. But you like that game because that game did the whole progression plus roguelike well. So there's a balance. You just need to get there. Roguelikes yeah. aren't bad. Just, just got to do the balancing. Unfortunately, one. that's one of like 50 to 60 games released in that month that were roguelikes. So <laughs> the, the percentage of, of positivity from my end is very, very low. Mm -hmm. There's just so many really neat games that I think rely on that mechanic that I don't like. Like, I thought Heart and Slash was really neat, and then I found out it was a roguelike. Enter the Gungeon, I thought was really neat, then I found out it was a roguelike. Um, there's a PC game I was playing called Wasted that I thought was really cool. Guess what? It's a fucking roguelike. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of no progression, because I play one or two hours, and if I play that one or two hours and I die and I get nothing out of it, then what's the point? You got better at the game. I don't have time to get better at the game. I have a life, a 40-hour-a-week job, and a six-year-old child. That game isn't made for you, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, I mean, based on the fact that there's such an oversaturation, the roguelikes are clearly very popular. I don't think they're going away, but I would like to see uh, less of them, sure. I think there's a lot of them. Yeah. If, you, if I could kill two things in this world, it would be the amount of roguelikes in Lego games. But, you know, that's just me. Anyway, what else is coming out this week? Another roguelike game called Full, Full Mojo Rampage. That's out this week. Sure. Yeah, that's a top-down hey. twin-stick shooter where if you die, you start over. Cool, thanks. Never heard of that. Uh, God Eater Resurrection is out for PS4 this week. Is it digital only, I assume? I'm assuming, yeah. And I think if you get that one, you get like something else with it. I, I remember reading the press release, but I don't remember exactly what it is. I you think it's the DLC something or something. Like a, sure. a, like a Japanese-only expansion or something. I, I just remember reading the press release about that. I uh, I never played God Eater 
I haven't uh, either, but I heard a lot about it, but I have no idea what it is. I heard it's like a Monster Hunter kind of game, which yeah, that's my boat. Maybe okay. I'll check it out. Well, it's out this week for PS4. Did we get the digital code in already, Ken? No, it's Namco, yep. right? Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> It'll be out on Tuesday, like late Tuesday night. Here's your code, embargoes today. Really? <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for uh, telling us the embargo. Yeah. Grand Kingdom is out this week for PS4 and Vita, I believe. Uh, yeah, 28th. I, I will play that game. I've been finishing up another game for review. Uh, I'll have to get to this. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven. Which Jojo. nobody knows. Like, man, hey, I, I love my JoJo. JoJo's cool, but like, this is another one of those Naruto 3D fighting games. It does, but still, it's just it's God. Those are like ever since well, Naruto was good, they tried to make them all like well, that. Visually speaking, it looks awesome. Oh no, God! I played the demo. I'm like, holy shit! This looks so cool. Especially using your your uh, oh god stand. What stand yeah like those are super cool like visually it's stunning but man uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens that's out this Yay. week on eight platforms just so you're <laughs> aware just just for you John just yeah. for you yeah uh, Prison Architect is out jeez um, I reviewed that like a year ago I've been offered code. <clears throat> for that game for PS4 and Xbox One, I keep turning it down because I'm like, nobody really wants to play this right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Resident Evil 5, which I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a a controversial statement here right now. Sure. Resident Evil 5 is the best of the post uh, trilogy Resident Evil games. Yes, it is. I think it's better than four. It's better. Well, you than... guys, you guys can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, it's the only Resident Evil I've actually played through. Uh, I, I've played through all three of them multiple times, uh, and I love five the best. Five five is actually very underrated. I think it, it had a tough job of following four, yeah. but I also had a great time playing it, man, especially during co-op. Oh, oh man. I've probably played through five co-op at least five or six times. Yeah, I, I beat it uh, with three different people, and then once more in professional mode with another buddy of mine, so that's... Yeah. I wouldn't actually. I wouldn't mind playing that game again. Just yeah. to, just to flop as long it's, as you know. it's been at least five years since I played the Resident Evil Five. I think it's been a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know. know what the HD version of it will really do for the game. I think the game was. No, well, the game looked great on 360 and PS3. It really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Ocean: Integrity and Faithlessness is out this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, cracks me up. Oh, it's a terrible name. Uh, the Technomancer, which is a great name. It's it a hilarious good. name, but it's a great name. That's out uh, this week. Uh, Lost Sea, um, only for the Xbox One. The PS4 version's in July for some weird reason. That looks cool. Lost Sea. Uh, it's a roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> oh that man, still looks cool. Oh, uh, I can't talk. I've actually played it, but I can't. Talk. I'm not reviewing it. Somebody else is, but uh, yeah, it's a roguelike. Sure. Uh, Inside, which is the new game from the Play Dead guys, the, the Limbo guys. I'm interested in checking that out. It's out on Xbox One this week, and then PC on, like, July 12th, I think. Sure. So, uh, anything else out this week? Um, Zero Time Dilemma is out for 3DS and Vita this week. Yeah, it's also coming out for PC, isn't it? Uh, let me check if PC is this week. 
yes, uh, day after on PC. Don't play that game unless you play the other ones. You'll be so confused. So uh, confused. <laughs> uh, number one releases for the 3DS, uh, Battle Cats Pop. Uh, and Box mm. Box Boy. I know you've been waiting on those. Thrilling. Those are the hotness. Oh, yeah. Uh, and your Wii U actually gets Lego Star Wars, because of course it does. <laughs> Yay! So, but yeah. Um, end of summer. Massive game drops. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple other indie games that uh, will be announced that are coming out this week, that come out this week. Because that always seems to be the case. But let's talk about the news. Uh, so, Telltale's Batman game uh, is coming this year, and it will finish this year. <laughs> we'll see. Every episode will be out, <laughs> which is, um, that's the Telltale game that I I, I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one you need, but you, you deserve it. Right? I deserve it. I don't need it, but I deserve it. I will play the fuck out of that game. Yeah, I'm kind of, and I'm I'm kind of pleased that they've said that it's it's going to be wrapped up in six months because um, you have to worry about those games sometimes because they go so long without any kind of news and they really you know it's like don't hear anything for months about the new episode then all of a sudden it's out next week it's like I wish you'd have a better plan. Uh, yeah, Telltale is really spreading themselves thin nowadays, so yeah, to get no those shit, games out. right? Mm-hmm. They're still making a Marvel game, in case you forgot. Oh shit! Yeah, they are. They're also doing a Game of Thrones season two. They're also doing um, of their own IP, which they haven't announced yet. And the Walking Dead season three as well has got announced, didn't it? Oh yeah, that's yep. uh, that's coming. But we still can't get a goddamn Wolf Among Us season two, can we? I know. I lost a bet because of that. I I said after finishing Wolf Among Us uh, season one, I was like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna definitely announce season two by the end of this year. Nope. That's the best. Did that one sell as well. That's no. the best Telltale game that they've made so far. Ah, Borderlands was amazing. Borderlands. I haven't played Borderlands. So was excellent. I haven't played Borderlands. So so good. But the Wolf thing Among about the so Wolf Among Us is that it set up this really intricate and uh, like crazy universe with the idea of this fables and stuff like that. So I love the original universe that they were using for that game in particular, compared to like Borderlands. It's it's neat, but you know it's it's Borderlands, you know. Not to mention the Wolf Among Us totally fucking, like, leave you hanging ending. They do. Oh. That that season one finale was an asshole move. Oh, God. I want some more of that game. Um, There's a modder on PC who is doing God's work. He is modding Overwatch characters into Street Fighter V. (laughs) Uh, The first one was Tracer, who replaced Cammy's model. And the newest one is May, who is replacing Armika's model. <laughs> I gotta see nice. May doing uh, Armika moves. Yeah, it looks, is that on YouTube? Because I need yes. to see that right now. Okay. It's pretty Man. fantastic. She's even got her it. big giant snow boots. I see it. <clears throat> <laughs> so, yeah, Very cool. That's a that's a fantastic thing. Oh, wow, that actually looks really good, doesn't it? Though I told you yeah. he's doing the Lord's work, man. Wow, that is that's impressive. Uh, what else is going on in the news? It's, it's it was the quiet after week. Oh, here's one. Bethesda basically, um, fuck you. Skyrim remaster is sixty dollars. Yeah, I'm not surprised. To be fair, you should be. That's really? a giant ripoff. Holy crap! Didn't say I would agree with that. I just I'm not surprised. Sixty dollars. Y'all what just did, you you when did Skyrim people... come out? 
like what November? Years ago? Oh, you mean the old one? Yeah, it's yeah, been two thousand eight. No, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine? Really? That seems early. Uh, uh, okay, I gotta fact check this now. Twenty ten, I think. Skyrim on the PC was released in uh, twenty eleven. No, twenty eleven. Okay, so five years ago. Almost. Five years. Five year old game. Uh, how much are they charging from Resident Evil Five? Twenty dollars. Yeah, there's a there's a difference in the price there a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, Capcom selling all the Resident Evil remasters for twenty dollars. So, yeah, Skyrim sixty bucks. Like I saw that and I was like, you know, I was okay with the remaster. I'm like, yeah, I'd play Skyrim again for thirty dollars, twenty, thirty dollars. Eh, okay, sixty dollars. No. <laughs> no, no, thanks, no, thanks. Uh, Halo Wars 2 beta. They're getting another one. So it'll have a new, uh, new mode. And it will be closer to launch. So probably next year. Did that get pushed? No, it's been next year. Oh, is that okay? I thought it was this year for some reason. Uh, LA Noir spiritual successor, Whore of the Orient, may never come out. Well, that team got disbanded, didn't it? Uh, Bondi? I don't know. Team Bondi? Who? fucking cares. Like, who was still sitting around going, man, where's Horror of the Orient? No, no one. So. Well, the, the title intrigues me enough for me to check it out if, As, if uh, it ever comes out. There's no way that game be released with that name. No fucking <laughs> way. I hope it does. That game's never being released anyway. It's going down there with the agent. It's games that are never coming out. Uh, Until Dawn, uh, developer Supermassive Games says it is not working on a sequel to Until Dawn. That's fine. As long as they they keep making games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive has pledged support for Nintendo's NX, so let's expect an armored version of Arkham Knight. <laughs> I remember that that conference very vividly, where Nintendo showed up and they had logos of every major third, they're gonna third party developer on a giant wall. And they're like, all these people have pledged their support to us. And then how well did that go for that? Hey, all those launch games, man. Mass Effect 3, Darksiders 2, Assassin's Creed 3. It was a cracking launch lineup Hell for yeah, a well, console. It just, unfortunately, they were all, all games. We all already played them. Yep. All right. Most disappointing news of the week. Uh, hey, who remembers Devil's Third? <laughs> uh, 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 no I, one I, remembers that. No, I've seen YouTube videos. Yes, uh, I actually own that game. It's uh, it's something. It's the best game ever made. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but the online mode is being shut down after 16 months. Yes. Get, better get your PlayStation in uh, before it ends. You, you know what? Oh. I played that game online. It was impossible to get a full eight-person match on launch day. Imagine what it's like now. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> a background cough. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and a tumbleweed just rolling yeah, distance. Rolling by. Oh, Itagaki, how the mighty have fallen. Street Fighter V, June's update. Um, hey, guys. Three days. You got three days. Because you're pumping out Ibuki, story mode, and matchmaking improvements. You got Not going to happen. You got three days. They'll get it out. They'll push it out on Thursday. Which is They'll push it out at 11.59. Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just get it out there. Uh, Mighty number nine. Um, 
Do you know the credits are longer than that game is? Uh, it's like, what, four hours four long? Four hours long. Yep. Because it's got all the backers in it. and one of I the hope back- it has an achievement for actually sitting through that whole thing. Because uh, that'd, be, that'd be good. Oh, my God. I don't how Somebody's had to have done it now, right? What I would have to do is that it would have, like, a different button you'd have to press every few minutes to make sure you're oh, still sitting there. Um, I actually booted up the credits when I first mm-hmm. got the game. There's a little ticker at the top, like a combination lock, that'll let you skip to the, the backer you want to read. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, I guess, just yeah. to prove that your name is still on there. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of Kickstarter games, but I've never seen or heard of a four-hour credit screen before. <laughs> There's one backer in there. Um, that says, uh, oh, God, Camilla was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Burns. Yeah, which if you don't know the reference to that, Camilla tweeted that uh, Inafune was a great businessman, not a great game developer, which was kind of oh. funny. Uh, seven new games dropped to backwards compatibility on Xbox <clears throat> One this week. The most notable one, obviously, being Fallout New Vegas is now playable on the Xbox One. Nice. <clears throat> Um, I think that's about it. Other than people making jabs at other people, which is never interesting. That's that's every day, though. It's not news. Uh, there's a new Sonic game coming out next year. Uh, what's it called? It just doesn't say. It just says Sonic Team confirms a new Sonic game, and no one is surprised. Well, 25-year anniversary for Sonic this year, right? So Yeah, I believe so. I hope they do something special. It's weird that there was nothing this year, you know, when the fucking anniversary actually was. It's Sega, man. Oh, one last piece of news. There is a rumor floating around that even though Injustice 2 was announced, Mortal Kombat may be getting more DLC soon. So maybe Combat Pack 3. Sure. I don't see how that'll interfere with Injustice that much, honestly. No, I'm sure that team's gotten big enough at this point that they can have somebody working on balancing four new characters. Right. Did they put out a release date for Injustice yet, or is that TBA? It's TDA? just 2017, 2017, which if they follow the NetherRealm model, it will be April of 2017. They release a game every two years in April. So. Um, I am excited to play through that story mode, man. I'm just excited to play that fucking game. <laughs> I know you are. I spent a lot of time on the first one. So. I, I, I already know that's your game of the year for 2017. Exactly. So. I mean, you don't it's even... It makes things so simple. You don't have to question it, like... The only thing that could come out that could top it, uh, 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 nothing. Yeah, that's I, basically basically right. I don't think so. But you know, I put my money where my mouth is. I put 180 hours into the first Injustice. Yeah, you, you play that game a lot. I actually got pretty good at it. So Cool. All right, I got some emails here. And you know it's a good week when the first one's from Eeyore Cara. Alrighty. He says, hey, yo, it's Eeyore Cara. What an amazing E3. Incredible. Microsoft, I felt like it was shooter-heavy, but a fantastic gig. Uh, Bethesda was awesome, and Sony was the best. Uh, the only other show I watched was EA. That was stupid. Yep, <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, he says, boys, I got a prediction correct. Well, 80% of it. Uh, on the prediction show, I wrote Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, and Crash Team Racing, which we shot that down hard. When we, we? Read, we read that email, and um, he was right. Yeah, well, no Crash Team Racing, though. No, no, no. That's why, he's, that's why he said 80% right. Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, he also says, anyhow, I'm putting to rest the circle of life unless the fans want it. 
It's time to move on, though. I need something new for the era of Eeyore Cara emails. For the time being, Ooh. I'm going to search prostate milking on Pornhub. What? Uh, that sounds like the worst thing ever. What? I, I, I heard it feels very good, but I'm okay with the normal stuff, really. Do you think that sounds pretty good? No, that's what I've heard, that it feels like really good. But, uh... <laughs> I have I have some weird friends, man. You, you've never, I've never, you guys never heard of all uh, It's like a forced ejaculation through a prostate massage and stuff like that. Oh my god, no! Have you what guys not the... been on the internet? <laughs> well, not in those times, <laughs> clearly. Well, that, that up it's not the first thing I Google to be fair. <laughs> okay, you guys are children. I don't even know what. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know what just happened. Wow! But, um... What the crap! Careful what All you... Right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys a video. No, no. No, 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 no. We'll no. watch it, and then we'll continue our discussion Care, in detail. Careful what you Google, kids. Careful what you Google. Anyway. Michael sends an email and says, Listening to y'all talk about PlayStation VR last week, uh, now that E3 has happened, and they brought <clears throat> such a strong showing, have your opinions... What, what, did I miss something? Did they bring a strong showing? Who? Sony PSVR. Are you paying attention? No. Um. I, no, no, Are you I chopping mean, lettuce? No. Somebody's chopping lettuce. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> I was thinking someone was playing with a slinky. Oh, that that could be too. It it you know it rolls downstairs, it rolls over in pairs. Oh wait, that's that was, log. That was a great time. Yeah. And the only um, thing that I can remember about the VR Sony thing was the Resident Evil fully playable and Batman. And Battlefront experiences. Experiences can suck my nuts. Let me finish the yeah. Uh Those games they showed seem pretty cool. Could RE7 be the killer app? It looks super scary. Can't wait to try it out. October can't come quick enough. If you ask me, of course there's going to be about a million games to play that month. Uh, I will say that if I were to pick up a PSVR, it would be after demoing RE7 on VR. And so that would be clearly after. Okay, who are John! We... Stop chopping no. lettuce, John! I'm not cho- cho- I'm not chopping lettuce. I I'm not. I, I think it's, I think it the mic might be rubbing on my beard. Okay, well get the mic away Stop from it. your big jar- Sorry. gargantuan grizzly Adams beard for a minute. Or shave your beard. <laughs> shave Come it all now. off. Shave your whole beard off. Have you seen my face? <laughs> just get some just get some lighter fluid and a match. We can get rid of it real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh so basically is it the killer app? So why would you pick up VR before the killer app comes out, right? There's no there's no benefit to that. So I say wait until January, wait until Resident Evil 7 comes out, and then you can either pick it up together with the game you're actually going to play, or later down the line you can actually demo it at a place like a kiosk or something like that and see if it's for you. Well, the kiosks Otherwise, are out there now, right? Um. Yeah, but it's not. It's not so close to uh, my location at the moment. And also, they're not demoing like the actual Resident Evil Seven game. Maybe no, no, no. They're they're demoing. Okay, goddamn it, John. Uh, they... I was on mute. That is not me, Jason. Um, Are you chopping broccoli? Nope. Okay. Knock it off. Now it's super quiet. Damn. I know that's what it needs to be, so you can hear people <laughs> oh, have discussions. Uh, but no, I, I, I. <sighs> I've seen a lot of people going to these demo stations for VR mm-hmm. and like being turned, and that's what Sony needed to sell these things. 
but I still feel like you guys are going to get it in October, and for a week you're going to be like, oh, this is awesome! And then like a week later you're going to be like, oh, all the games I bought are over! Because Resident Evil 7 is really the only full-fledged game they're selling, right? No, there's a bunch of other stuff too. Like but what? it's like the big name that they showed at E3. There's like a couple of other things. There's one that they've been demoing for a long time, like when the one you need the mecha suit and other stuff. The oh, the um, space. rigs. Yeah, rigs. Supposed to be pretty rigs. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, sh- I'm not sure if that's the one for PSVR, but it's and something they've got like battle that. that battle tank one as well, haven't they? I thought uh, those were the same game. Yeah, but that's well, that's what we mean. Like we're talking about the big names, and I think Resident Evil Seven is definitely the biggest one of them all. And the fact that it's playable from beginning to end uh, excites me. But like I said, four hundred dollars is not a small investment to make on something that you might just play one game for, right? And that's that's, that's the, the cheapest of- VR solution right now. Correct. Well, cheapest. That's not a phone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. But we're talking about an actual gaming machine. Uh, there's different VR experiences, right? You can get a fucking cardboard or something like that. You can probably get your ass milked on Pornhub via Gear VR, right? Oh man! <laughs> hey man, I was I was away from this topic. You're bringing us back. Yeah, that's that's if, called. If that's... you want to hear more about it, if you want to be informed, you know, you let you know. <laughs> Jay's got some pamphlets. <laughs> he would like to pass this one's for you. Just pass it around. <laughs> now, just just oh. slowly remove your pants, and we'll. We'll just go on this adventure together. Oh my Sounds. god! Anyway, this has been educational. I, I'm just trying to think back to what they showed, and everything they showed looked like 15 minute to a half hour experiences. Like John said, the, the Star Wars experience, or the Be the Batman experience, or but at least they're being transparent about the ones that are called like experiences or missions, right? But there are full games based on it. And like I said before, I'm not sold on any of those. The only game that I'm truly interested in is Resident Evil 7. So I will have to test that out, and if that is that blows my socks off, I'm going to have to get it. That's what happened with Resident Evil 4 and GameCube for me. I was at like a GameStop. I was like, oh man, should I pick up uh, GameCube just to play this one game? And then I played the demo for like 45 minutes, pushing away all the other people, you know, on the line, just watching me in the back, hoping to get a chance. I was like, no, that's not, no, I'm just going to keep playing. And then I, I walked out of that GameStop with the GameCube and the Resident Evil 4 because that one game got me so hooked. A single game can do that, but it has to be an exceptional experience. And if it doesn't have the similar experience for Resident Evil 7 VR, then I won't pick up VR. There's, you know, that's as simple as that. Uh, there's just, there's too much working against it for me. Number one, it's four hundred dollars, like you said. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't spend not with, you know, NX coming out in supposedly March, um, and I, I want that. I want a new Nintendo system for the games. Right. And yeah. I, I can't afford two four hundred dollar purchases in the span of four months. I you're, just, ex- I can't. you're expecting NX to be four hundred? I'm no, I'm expecting it to be. Uh, a, a console price between two mm-hmm. and four hundred dollars. Right. So you know, I've I've got a budget for that, but I just I can't afford to do both. And then I think about like I see the pictures for the PlayStation VR, and there's like six thousand wires. And I think about the fact that I don't play Disney Infinity or Skylanders because I don't feel like dragging out a box of toys and you know messing with that whole mess. And then I look at the games and I go, there's literally nothing. I don't want to play Resident Evil in VR. Like, that's cool. I think it's awesome that you can do that. Um, and I do hope the PC version supports it as well. 
like for Vive or Oculus or whatever. Um, but everything else I see, I look at it and I go, huh, reminds me of the move or huh, reminds me of connect. I, I think, I think you're short selling it. If you think VR is like a, like a gimmick, just like the, the motion control stuff. No, 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 because no, I think, no, I think no. that, I think that was a passing fan. I think VR really is something that's going to be huge. I'm not talking about the hardware. I'm talking about the games. Mm. They seem like they would be connect or move games. Well, the thing yeah. is, with with Connect and Move, it wasn't so much of an investment. You're talking a hundred bucks, um, unless if you got them sort of after they didn't take off. But you are talking about a console price when it comes to the the VR uh, PSVR, and it's not an, as you said, Ken. It's not an substantial amount of money, and the thing that will sell it is the content, and not only there being lots of it, but also the ability for people to actually get their hands on it and try it and you know in, in place like GameStop and game yeah and, it, and it's people, not cheap people will dig it in those short bursts i really believe and, that i really and you think about something like the connect it was not exactly but almost an impulse buy kind of price this this is not the same kind of thing and i i, I don't know how it's going to go one way or the other i think that the playstation is in a really good place to get them out there because they've got a huge huge install base but it's still a a big big ask um especially if that that launch lineup is a bunch of experiences and things like resident evil because resident evil 7 vr is exclusive to the psvr you can't you're not going to be able to play that on an oculus or on a volume and and that that's another thing that i think is super stupid is exclusive vr experiences yeah, and we've seen how that's worked out not so well with the, for the Oculus. Um, and I can see... The thing is, Sony doesn't need that again because they've got such an install base. They kind of don't need to go chase an exclusive. Um, but you're also talking about... I mean, that game's out next year. My three, potentially four months after the PSVR is out. Um, I think it needs something... Alongside it, it needs a pack-in game. It needs to come with something in the box that really showcases the experience and have content at the same time out that people find meaningful. And I, I don't know if it's gonna gonna have it. I don't know. I will be very interested when the first person who's on the show finally dips into VR because we talk a lot about it and none of us have played it. Yeah. Now, closest I've got is Samsung uh, the Gear VR, and it is cool. It really is uh, that I was surprised at how even something as low tech as as that I say low tech it's a VR headset but it's still you know it's not the the Vive or the Oculus um, how something like that could trick my brain into thinking it's somewhere it's not and I I think I look at that and I think wow what must it be like to wear a Vive an Oculus <laughs> or a PSVR that must be amazing but then I played Temple Run. And I almost threw up. So it's like, I I don't know. It's like, I, I think the idea is cool. But if I'm the sole person who maybe suffers from the the, the motion sickness that some people do, I'm, the, I'm not going to want to spend 350 pounds well, when it makes uh, me ill. That's a, that's a problem associated with the lower tech because of the frame rate and the resolution. So when you have a smoother frame rate and your eyes can better adjust to the motion, you shouldn't mm. get the motion sickness. Yeah, but I, I, heard, I heard a lot of people got sick over the Resident Evil demo. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. But also I've heard some good experiences playing uh, people playing. My friend was at E3, came back and told me about the, the Batman experience thing that he did. Mm-hmm. 
And he mm. said it was like he was sold on VR now after the death. But that's a low yeah. motion. I mean, you, you blink from one area to another. It's not... Um, and again, Temple Run's an extreme uh, uh, example because it's you're constantly in motion. Yeah, it okay. is finding that sort of sweet spot that... Uh, I just and don't, also I don't that wanna... game isn't made for VR, like specifically, you know that game just. No, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's. I don't want a, a, a machine that's all it is is click here to warp over to here, look at something. Click. I, I want something a little bit more meaningful, but it's it's tricky when there are so many unknowns um, about it, like things like motion sickness. I don't know if I will suffer from that just playing, um, you know, the, the simplest of games on there. So it's again, it's, yeah, you, you it's, have to demo it for yourself, man. There's no, there's yeah, no right that, answer for this yet. Yeah. And, and hopefully Sony will, will push a lot of them out to places that can demo them. So people can try them. Um, because if they get it right, and people have a great experience, they're going to be walking out with those things. Um, because I think VR has that power. If, they, if it's mm-hmm. done right for you to be immersed in that world and, to, for, again, for your brain to feel like it's there, um, that, it, it, it could be the golden ticket. You don't know? I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully one of us will play VR someday and we'll, sound, we'll mm. actually sound like we know what we're talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll make a point <laughs> to get out to a kiosk in the next few months, I think. there's, there's I'm, one I'm still there. on the waiting list for an Oculus from PR. they supposedly like, going to send me one. So. Well, your machine will run it now, won't it? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. machine will run it. So I, And, you know, it's not saying I don't want to try it, but I'm sorry. I, I don't have four, five, or $800 to... Right. <laughs> to, on, a, on a whim... You know? <laughs> no, absolutely. Again, that sort of price—it's—it's it's not an impulse buy. It's just no. it isn't. It's—it's it's something you plan for, like a new TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Uh, this next email comes from Sean. It says, "Hope all is well." Figured I'd write in and shout out uh, a few surprises and disappointments from E3. Uh, first, I was surprised by the Final Fantasy XII remaster. Yet, dis- wait a minute, didn't we read this? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll just read it. I thought we did, but maybe we didn't. Um, I swear we read this on the E3 show. Uh, we we might well have, but I don't, I don't remember it. But God, I'm so out of my head. Um, <laughs> he says, yet disappointed they didn't show any more for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I'm really looking forward to playing through twelve again, uh, as I never finished it years ago. Uh, next I think up, we did read this. I see. I I feel like we did. All right, I'm gonna hold it, and if we didn't read it, we'll read it next week. But we do have an email from uh, Anthony. Uh, E3 impressions. First, the most important. This is Happy Father's Day to those of you with little gamers in training. Thank you, sir. <laughs> little FIFA gamers in training. That bugger won't play anything but it. Oh uh, yeah, my kid just plays Minecraft. I'm not much better off. I'm trying. I'm trying to get him into. I'm like Minecraft. I got him SSX. I got him Forza. You know, a nice ride. Keeping it kind of sporty. Um, trying to anyway. No FIFA. No. Oh, I did manage to get him on Pez, and then he went back to FIFA. Oh, my kid will play Mario Kart and he'll play Mario Maker, but most of the time it's Minecraft. <laughs> kids uh, love Minecraft. Yeah, kids love Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, my my wife's sister's kids were over here, and I said the word Minecraft, and like three fucking heads just turned like a goddamn <laughs> snapped around. Like oh, you love yeah. Minecraft, <laughs> squirrel, <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says so. E three was good and fun, and I will keep this short for the show, so I don't 
uh, I don't really feel anyone but the gamer won this whole thing. Uh, Ubisoft showed some awesome games. Can't wait for South Park and Watch Dogs 2. Uh, but those interviews, fuck them, man. <laughs> I'm assuming he's referring to Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Uh, no, those that was great. I think uh, he's yeah. talking maybe about the Assassin's Creed interview. Well, no, that, that was it. That was just. So I didn't see that. So terrible. Uh, and that VR showing, by the way, EA was not me, worth me even talking about. <gasps> but you did. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft, the Falcons demo. Every every two seconds, just. <laughs> oh, That's not going to get annoying at all, is it? No. Uh, Bethesda did not really need a showing, just like EA. Uh, great to see those games, but I feel like it was not needed. Uh, now, as for Microsoft, what uh, excited me was uh, this felt like the Microsoft we have not seen in a while as far as their confidence uh, stands out. But I don't give a shit about new consoles. I don't even have 4K. Sea of Thieves looks blah. Oh, you hurt my heart. Uh, I have to agree with him on that. Uh, and Recore looks cool, but Gears Man and Forza, hell fucking yes. I uh, wish Forza. there was more backwards compatibility. You and me both, brother. And for Sony, nice flow, good showing, was good. <clears throat> Could have did without the Death Standing reveal, uh, Death Stranding reveal, uh, and the Days yeah. Gone gameplay. <clears throat> yeah, both of those were meh. I'm good. A Days Gone just seems, again, uh, for me, that's similar to Sea of Thieves. I just, I, it, it's not tickling me the right way. Um, Death Standing was just, that was just a bit of dick waving. And, and fair enough, you know, you've got Kojima. You might as well, I mean, you might as well just throw him on stage. You for might a as bit. well pull your dick out on stage, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's yep. essentially it, yeah. Uh, but as for Crash, I will buy it and can't wait for God of War and Horizon. Horizon, but you know, Horizon might give, no, it won't, but it'll be number two probably behind. <laughs> you still it's to the point when we're not even in 2017 oh, and you've already got your game of the year so <laughs> super and you're now thinking yeah. about two it's uh, like I can't think of number one it's got to be number two so my, it could be my number two of the year it could so be Jesus. my number two of the year because we all know what's going to be number one yes uh, last guardian but I honestly feel like Sony is using E3 for reveals and hype and their own show PSX for more in depth and push out what's out now box um, but that's, that's what I think that's, that's right yeah uh, feel free to rip everything I just said apart I don't know yeah, what wrong you said about it you're wrong about Sea of Thieves but it's okay to be wrong Ah, that, that game doesn't gel with me that much either. You guys just don't but like okay. pirates. Your your piratism. Your well, I, I do pirates. believe ninjas would win against pirates. That's oh, true. we're not going to have this conversation. You know they hey. made a game around that and it was terrible. Of course it was. <laughs> we do have some tweets. Though. I feel like I stepped back to 1993 with this next tweet. As David says, this week I have mostly been playing Hagan on SNES. Hagan? H A G A N E? Is that how you say it? Hagane? Familiar. Hmm, don't know. Uh, Adam says Crash Remakes. Yeah, I'll buy a PS4 finally. <laughs> People really <laughs> love their Crash, really? man. That's crazy to me. But okay, good for you, buddy. <clears throat> nice. <clears throat> he says, uh, but sh- the real news is PS1 Remakes. What other PS1 games should be remade? Omega Boost. Omega Boost. See what I started? Uh, I, I want that Croc. Resident Evil 2 remake, man. It's coming. It's so good. But it's not going to be a PlayStation 1 remaster. So. No, it's going to be like the, the Resident Evil remake. Yeah, which is going to be... For Resident Evil 2. Awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, Mookie says, I don't know about you guys, but I love it when the podcast have longer episodes. Yeah, we've had yeah long- I think it's because last, last week's was... The e- Our E3 yeah. one was well, relatively... Yeah, that's that's going to be yeah. long. That's expected. Yeah. Uh, he also tweeted us a uh, Unreal Tournament URL. I knew that was real. We talked about that. They're making a new Unreal Tournament. Uh, is, did Isn't they put out game, a trailer that... or anything like that? Uh, let me see what it is. I'm trying. I'm going to click it, but hopefully it doesn't have audio because then... Fuck this whole thing. I up. thought there was going to be... Wasn't that meant to be free to play? I think online? so, yeah. And it's got microtransactions. Yeah, on the PC. Yeah. My boner has just died. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we can go back to the prostate massage thing. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, Steve says, am I right in thinking that all of the Xbox library will eventually be backwards compatible even with new consoles? Not the entire oh, mm-hmm. library. It's, it can't happen. There's too much licensing uh, issues. But I expect yeah, they, they, a lot of it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, another one, uh, this is from Mookie, another one slipped on the E3 radar, Mother Russia Bleeds. I didn't that ever, one looks cool. I never it's saw that. Game. It's a Devolver one, isn't it? Devolver. It's a side-scroller co-op uh, beat-em-up. It looks awesome. It's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a roguelike, is it? No, no, probably. It's a straight, it's a straight <laughs> side scroller with levels, I believe, with bosses at the end of him. Okay. And it's like multiple character, multiple people can play at once. It just looks badass. Check out a trailer for it. I think you'd dig it, Ken. I love some old Streets of Rage style shit. There's a game coming out for Xbox One and PC that that looks like an old Streets of Rage game that I'm kind of excited about. I can't remember the name of it though. Uh, HD8Bit says, got my PSVR pre-ordered and paid off. The PlayStation bus comes to Jacksonville for the next three weeks. Can't wait to try it out. Maybe maybe try it out before pre-ordering it, but sure. Um, <laughs> also, here's something you never hear. He says, John's right, by the way. Oh, God, you never hear that. Uh, about every, what? <laughs> everyone that knows about Neo already has a PS4. They're not worried about selling base PS4 to those people. Um, struggling to understand what is uh, to my comments on it being for people who've like got a 4K TV or don't have a PS4 yet. Oh, uh, you know, I, I was would thinking like, I would like that kind of. This is getting confusing because I was thinking about that Dark Souls like game Neo. So I was like, are oh, we talking Neo, about yes, that game yeah. or are we talking about the ne- console? Okay, yeah. Oh, Neo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, there's a there's another Dark Souls. Esque game coming out, uh, but it's sci-fi. It's made by the guys oh, who made the one with the... Lords of the Fallen. Isn't it got robots in it, and you have yeah. to hack parts off the robots to yeah. upgrade? Yeah, that might be cool. But it's Lords of the Fallen. Uh, Lords of the Fallen was all right. Yeah, it was okay. Right. It got some cool ideas. Yeah, it wasn't a bad game for sure. Yeah, no. looked pretty. Uh, some pretty. Creed sent us two pictures of 4K resolution compared to 1080p resolution because I guess we. We argued about that a while back. Mm-hmm. Do we have 4K resolution monitors to be looking at those things? No, it's a picture of like, like 1080p, the how big it is in compared. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a picture. It, I, don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. It's just it's gotten so crazy, and you know, I was playing something the other day that was running in like 480p. <laughs> And oh, I'm like, God. this is fine. It's fun. 
The uh, mm. the frame rates matter more than the resolution most of the time. Hey, go back and play uh, Toshinden Three on the PlayStation One. There's a 60 frame per second mode that essentially like removes all of the textures in the game, and it's it's kind of badass. Hmm. I didn't I didn't know they had nice. something like that. Yeah. PS One generation. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of uh, Bloody Roar ran at 60 frames a second. It's glorious. Nice. Oh. Just goes to show you, you don't have to have super resolution to run at 60 frames a second. Uh, Brock Evan says, A new PSN flash sale is upon us. Anything spark your interest? I decided to give Tales from the Borderlands a shot. There Good wasn't, choice. There wasn't really anything jumping out at me because I think I owned most of what was on that sale. Basically, mm. yes. John, stop uh, playing Dirt 3. No. <laughs> Get off Steam. Uh, my Steam <laughs> runs in the background all the time. You're the one playing a video game. <gasps> Heaven forbid somebody on a video <laughs> Not while you're Not doing while the podcast. Not while you're the show, man. Yeah, Have like... some respect. Jesus Christ, John. You know Ryan. Ryan never, ever. I know, and I have, to keep, telling him, I have to keep telling him to mute himself because all I hear is... <laughs> yeah, it's a racing game. It's fine. You won't hear anything. Um, yeah, like I didn't hear your beard earlier. My beard can say what it likes. Uh, he also says, buy Steinsgate. You won't regret it. Love you, John. Yes. Uh, Steinsgate. What's Steinsgate? That's the that's the the visual novel game that I talked about earlier. Yeah, if well, you don't if okay. you don't know um, why we tell you not to play games on the show, John, this is fucking why. <laughs> Doesn't remember anything. You don't. You don't even pay attention. Like you can't even have a conversation because you don't forgot what we talked about. I thought that I thought the thing you played was like the. He doesn't remember the name. He doesn't even remember. It's the one from 99 Rooms. Glorious. All right. I uh, I don't know. But he didn't talk about Steinsgate today. He's just fucking with you. Oh, okay. Uh, Nivek says, how long will it take for Scorpio to build an install base? $600? Let's just say it's going to take them time before games show it off. I don't... We don't know how much it's going to cost. That's not going to build an installed base anytime soon. Six hundred—they can't price it at six hundred dollars. You just can't. Not when the most expensive console on the market right now is four hundred. Mm. Actually, it's not even four hundred. It's three fifty. PlayStation Four is three fifty. It's amazing how cheap the Xbox One is now, though. It's like dirt cheap. Yeah, you the get one three sixty. The disparity between the two is just. Unbelievable. I, I think there are some places you can get an Xbox One cheaper than a 360. Um, Microsoft's website, they're the same price. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure someone, some poor kid's going to get a Christmas present from Grandma. It's going to be a 360 instead of an Xbox One. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what? He's got a better library, to be uh, perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, you know, with all this backwards compatibility games. Like, yeah, the, the backwards compatibility is cool, but... You know, 360 still probably has one of the best libraries in gaming history. Yeah, it's, man, there's thousands upon thousands of games in that thing. And there's thousands upon thousands of games you don't even remember playing, and they're so good. We, we know, because Ken owns all of them in, like, an envelope or something. No, 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 all my 360 games are still in the box. Oh, so you put the PS3 games inside the... Yeah, because I only had, like, 20. Really? Yeah, oh, I, right. I, I, every, everything, everything multiplied was on 360, so... Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. All my PS3 games were exclusive, so you know, like my Jack collection, my Ratchet collection, my Uncharted mm-hmm. games, all that stuff's on the disc. Gotcha. So, 
Anthony says, I tried emailing this week. I hope it went through. Well, we read your email, so it did. Uh, he also bought Walking Dead and Mad Max for 22 bucks on the PlayStation sale. Damn that! Backlog. Not bad. Walking Walking Dead 20 uh, together. Yeah, for it. both of them. For that's both it. That's, right. that's not bad. Mad Max is not a terrible game. It's just very just there. And you have to be okay with open world conventions. Yeah, because that's all it really is. It's pretty. It's very pretty. Um. I guess he was responding to that. Uh, Sam says, taking a leap of faith and trying Life is Strange. Who loved it and who hated it again? Drew loved it. Drew. I enjoyed it. I uh, didn't I didn't think it was amazing, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was I haven't played. Terrible. I didn't I played through the first two episodes and I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah, I've not made it past the first episode yet. And I struggled to get through the second one. I almost quit halfway through that one. It's it's enjoyable, but to me the problem with that game is that I played a superior version of that story in Steinsgate. So <laughs> playing through that game is like it's like it's like reading the cliff notes or the children's version of it. Oh wow. Of the same story. Ouch. That's basically what it felt like. It's not it's not terrible, it's still it's still good. But you know, in theory. Well, game. I'm not I'm not gonna talk to you anymore, John. Yeah, you don't listen. You don't remember things, you have a bushy beard, you look like a homeless person, I don't know you anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh H D eight bit uh he he agrees with our sentiments earlier, says looks like we have a month to go to the back catalog. Uh, what will you guys be playing while awaiting No Man's Sky? I, I'm i not really awaiting that game. But... Monster Hunter Generation. I'm going to put like 100 plus hours into that game. So yeah, I'm oh, set. Yeah. I'm uh, set. Tokyo, Tokyo Mirage is what I'm playing. Playing a lot, lot of Star Ocean. So unless something else comes out, I will probably continue to trek onto that. I'm about 10 hours in already. I heard that game is only about 25 hours long, so... Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be very interested. There's a lot of side stuff that I am doing some, but not doing all. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in how long it's going to take me to get through it. You know, people always go get up in arms when JRPGs aren't, like, 50, 60 hours long. But I think well, that's fine. Yeah. Because a lot I, of the yeah. stuff... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, John. I was going to say, well, I was probably about to agree with you. As, as long as the content that you're playing is... Top right. It doesn't really matter exactly. whether it's twenty five hours or, or fifty. I don't need padding. It's just like the the Zelda argument, like I can finish Link to the Past in I don't know, ten, fifteen hours, you know, knowing what to do. Skyward Sword was like sixty hours and it why didn't need to be that. Yeah. People value quantity way too much yeah, they do. to quality. And I think that's one of the basis of the whole argument of, uh, what is it, the prices and the, what, how much, how expensive a game ought to be, right? So it's all about the content, man. It's, I mean, you can do the Ubisoft shit where you just put a billion things on the world map for you to collect, which means absolutely nothing. It's just something for you to do for busy work. But you could mm-hmm. just have a bunch of, take that all that time and effort that you could have had doing that stuff and actually put it into maybe two more story missions that actually mean something. And I would take that 100%. Yep. That's why I like those like Mafia games better than like a lot of the GTA games. I, I love Mafia too. Like, it Ma- was, Mafia 2 was phenomenal. It was focused. It was fun. I, it, didn't, it didn't waste time with bullshit. Well, it, I, I tried playing uh, Mafia 2. Mm-hmm. Just the control scheme absolutely threw me. Oh, you get used to it after a couple hours. Yes. Yeah, I don't think I was able to. Yeah, like, I, I remember, if you remember, EA had the license to The Godfather, 
and they made The Godfather 2, which was a really I, interesting I like open. That. It was a good game, but it suffered that fate of having too much bullshit. Whereas Mafia 2 was very focused. It's one of those games where, yeah, it's, it's, it, has an, it has a world, but the game doesn't exist for the sake of the world. Yep. The world serves the game and its narrative. And that's what really draws me into these games. I don't like these side activities that mean nothing. I don't like busy work that gives you like like incremental upgrades. Because you know how with all the busy work, they have to take time to introduce it to you. And that's like extra time that you never want to go into again. And that's that's why I hate, hate about those open world games. And the games that don't really focus on those too much are the games that I enjoy. Uh, we have a bunch of tweets from Plo617. He says, anyone else get the feeling that MS is using Scorpio to transition into a PC-only future? I'm down for that. Hmm. I, I, I'm assuming that Microsoft is more or less trying to make an Xbox-only future where they will run on a console or, or a PC. That's my guess. Which is good, because hmm. then, you know... They're they're also pushing Windows 10 super hard. Oh yeah, to the point where it's become basically a malware for you to upgrade into. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just it is literally shocking. People, I've heard stories about people who like leave things like unattended, like and then just, it just gets upgraded to Windows 10. I, I yeah, I've wish, heard of that. Like like when I got this new PC, it was running Windows 7, and I'm like, I need Windows 10 on here so I can run my you know my Xbox games. Mm-hmm. And like I had to try to get it to upgrade, so all these people complaining about it doing it automatically send send that my way. I was trying to get it to upgrade. Really, this, it's really easy to get your. I had to, you I had to force a copy it. Of Windows Seven, you could upgrade to Windows Ten. For I first. had to force it though. I had to go out there and like do the specific thing with like my I and I files and stuff to get it to trigger. That's weird. Yeah, I guess I'm, you up, upgrade to the newest service pack or Windows Seven or something. I had all that stuff upgraded. Like, I did that purposely. I downloaded the upgrader installer and, like, was running it constantly, and it just would not upgrade for me. I'm like, all these people complaining about this thing kicking off all the time. I wish mine would. <laughs> I'm trying to get it, too. Uh, Windows 10 has a share fair of issues. I mean, speaking from a PC perspective, doing IT and stuff like that. But having worked on it, as long as you know what to turn off and what to watch out for, it's not that much of a difference between whatever privacy you had on Windows 7. No. It's not that big of a deal. And um, DirectX 12 is something that they really need to take advantage of because they haven't yet. Because DirectX 11 is still you know on the much higher uh, platform. So they haven't introduced it in a lot of games. And it actually works well if they can actually get the games running on it properly. So yeah. that's exciting. And the Windows 10 games platform itself is, is crap. I, I wish they would just put all that shit on Steam and just be done with it instead of just trying to make it exclusive to their own storefront. But it is what they it is. They've got to push that store. Yeah, yeah it's Microsoft doing their... I mean, it, I get why they're doing it, because they're tying it between the systems. Mm-hmm. So when you buy digital you know, Xbox One games, you will get the PC version for free. And so far, the store is not great, but I haven't had any issue downloading and installing games. I run Quantum Break and Killer Instinct on the PC, and they they're, they're fine. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be interested. I'll probably play a lot of Microsoft exclusives on the PC this fall. So that, that makes sense. You're you're just gonna run better on your PC than your Xbox One. Oh, absolutely. Um, and if I do ever decide to switch over, the saves crossover, so I can just jump back and forth. Yeah, and it's not like you have to buy two copies. So that's nope. double whammy. Uh, he also says, do you think Nintendo is done for if the NX is a failure? No. No. 
Nope. Um, I I listened to what was it? Um, uh, it was a, it was another podcast I listened to quite often. They said something like Nintendo owns, in terms of like uh, money wise, they have something like ten billion dollars. And if the uh, the NX fails, they lose like one and a half billion out of the ten. Yeah, Nintendo's got stockpiles of money. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like they could fail like three generations in a row before before they're in serious trouble. But at the same time, it's Nintendo. They could come out with a Pokemon game like once a year and that will be that could stabilize their entire profits. Or they could just so. do the nuclear option and say there's a console Pokemon game launching with the NX. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh my god! They have yet to do that, and I don't understand why they haven't done that. It's because the nuclear. It's weird. And you have to break the glass to use it, and you know they don't want to break the glass. It's, uh, it's for emergency purposes only. That, that they're going to do it with NX. They're going to do it with NX because you know NX could be portable and console. So I think could literally be like a. Back massager. That and we thing could surprised. literally just be Jesus. Okay, let's, let's just it, wait until they show it. And... It'll mind, it'll explode your mind. I'm ho- I'm hoping that this new that the NX is awesome. I'm re- yeah, I really am. It, it, nobody wants it to be bad. No, yeah. there's plenty of people that want it to be bad. Anybody who wants it to be bad, you're an idiot. Stop playing. Yeah, video they're, games. they're an asshole. They're you know, but it is what it is. But yeah, it'd be it'd be phenomenal. I mean, I had my Wii U as. As much as I haven't been playing my Wii U, I don't actually regret buying it at all. Because no. I played on the great games on it. Yeah, same here. So, like, all exclusive games, I couldn't have, I couldn't play that on my PC. It's, I couldn't play that on my PS4. It's never been my main... Nintendo hasn't been my main console since Super Nintendo. But you know what? All of their systems have some great fucking games on them. They yep. Do. I mean, Splatoon was my, one of my favorite games of last year. It was in my it's top actually, five. Such a good game. It was a good game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he also says, and truthfully, if you don't have a Wii U, you don't get a Persona game this year. Snap! Ooh, <laughs> yes. that's a good point. That's a really good point. Uh, he also says, finally tried Oculus VR. It was decent, but felt like I was viewing the world through binoculars, which killed the immersion. Mm. I'm curious what uh, game he was demoing. Cause that I don't know. Matters. But, okay, cool. I've I've not tried one of these headsets, so I can't talk about it. Uh, did anyone hear Hello Games' three-year lawsuit with Sky TV over using the name No Man's <sighs> Sky? Could this be why there was a delay? Well, I've been talking about that with some friends, and it seems that it's I potentially could have been one of the reasons. If you look at the fact that that game should have been out on Friday, and this lawsuit was settled last week, they would have been cutting it fine if it wasn't delayed. Um, Sky, uh, you guys don't have it, but it's essentially... Uh, the UK media's um, version of cable TV um, run by Fox. So the guy's in charge of Fox News. Um, and they are that ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I, I understand that they have a brand and Sky is their name, but surely you can't copyright that actual name if it's going to be used in a different context, i.e., like a video game where you are a broadcaster. But I, yeah, it's just like Edge Magazine. People are protective of a word. 
Um, I dread to think how much Sony uh, had to pay to to settle that. I I guess I'm confused. Sony's not publishing. No, they're not. But that's let's face it. It's that for all intended purposes, that's a a first party exclusive. Um, You a third party exclusive for for all intended purposes. Which is dumb because it's coming to the PC. Yes, I know. Absolutely, but you everyone thinks exclusive, right? Was it? I don't think it's launching on the same day. It launches on the same day. Yeah, it's That's, same okay. day. Yeah. So it's... But let's face it, if you think of No Man's Sky, most people think of Sony. So Sony would have been the ones that paid most of that settlement. I Actually, imagine. it's not even fully exclusive to PS4. I heard somebody say that it might come to Xbox One eventually. Oh, I don't know that. Which, it'll, come, it'll be like Tomb Raider or Dead Rising 4. Nobody will care by the time it does. But yeah. It's which I think is all goddamn stupid. I hate this shit so bad. Me too, man. Exclusive generals kind of. It's it makes business sense, but it's very anti-consumer. It is, and I don't I don't like any part of it. Like I didn't like the Tomb Raider bullshit. I hate the Street Fighter bullshit. You know, I just I don't like the Dead Rising bullshit. Especially the the, the Dead Rising bullshit was even crazier to me because it's a year before it can come to PlayStation Four, but it's three months before it can appear on Steam. That's the same for um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Was the same, wasn't it? Three months in the year. Well, we think so a year. Anyway. Well, let's, let, let's be glad the Xbox One's not doing that anymore, as far as PC is concerned. Everything is uh, basically almost well, releasing on the same day. But you can get Dead Rising on the PC, but you can't get it on Steam for three months. No. Yeah, I, I know, but that's why uh, was what I was talking about the Windows platform being pushed for the ten thing. Uh, I get yeah. it. I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's the business. Oh, well. I wonder if you get the Steam version if you buy the Xbox One version. I'm guessing no. Probably Which not. Which of, what, Dead Rising? Yeah. No, you get the Windows version. Which is fine for me. It's, I don't, it's, a, I don't, it's not a key. I'm it's, not a it's platform. literally linked. Yeah, I'm not a platform thing on the PC. Like, I don't care where my games are. It's nice that most of them are in Steam, but that's not to say that, you know, I'm not going to play in the Blizzard launcher or no. the... I use Ubisoft. You play, you play whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I played Splinter Cell Conviction or Origin or every yeah. other yeah. stupid platform they got out there. But yeah. what about GOG? GOG's out there now too. Yeah, yeah. I got the my the PC version of The Witcher is GOG. So you know the amusing thing about the GOG platform is that the thing the thing that settles and makes GOG different and unique is that it's all DRM free. But if you actually play the game through their GOG platform, that's technically a DRM because yeah. they're on their own, you know, on platform. Like I'm wondering what games you're playing and stuff like that. So, well, they just want you to feel safe and and better than Steam, you know. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. better. We're the good guys. Both. We're the good guys. Well, I, I do like the the DRM uh, free aspect of it. I mean, I bought The Witcher was it two and three on uh, GOG because that's where the developers were going to get the most money from me. If I bought it from that platform, because they're directly connected to it, so that's what I did. I still enjoy playing through the platform, but the fact that they're going more to the Steam route kind of defeats the purpose in a lot of ways. Uh, his last tweet says, "Do you feel that Nintendo usually gets a pass for things that any other company would get killed over?" I'm an OG gamer, by the way. I've not seen Nintendo get a pass for anything. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, the thing about Nintendo is that the Nintendo hardcore fans will go ahead and try to justify everything. Well, like there's yeah. people that talk about like, 
uh, they'll they'll send up to Star Fox and say like, "This Star Fox is a fantastic game." Everyone that you know has played just doesn't know how to use the controls, and there is a semblance to that reasoning that yeah, it, the controls do take get getting used to, but that game itself isn't spectacular. It's not a great game. It's not a great Star Fox game. No, but there's idiots like that for every console. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like there, there's there's passes to be had because Nintendo has such a strong first party uh, following, even more so than Xbox and uh, Sony, I believe. So that's that's what it seems like. But for as a game industry as a whole, probably not. Uh, I, Nintendo fanboys are the absolute worst to me because I look at them and I'm like, you do know that, like, there's a reason why your platform doesn't have third party games on it, which are the biggest part of gaming. First party yeah. is great, it is, but <laughs> you need a little more than that. <sighs> Agreed. And not every Nintendo first party game is great. Let's let's just kill that delusion right now. <laughs> uh, last tweets come from Sadoom. He says, finally caved and bought an Xbox One. I got the Elite bundle with the Elite controller, one terabyte hard drive, and a free regular controller for three forty nine. Why? Why didn't he just wait for the S or something? Well, the Elite is different. The uh, S uh, is not coming with an Elite controller, which I'm gonna be real honest with you. After using that controller, fuck every other controller. It is so good. Is it? I can't. I couldn't good? use it. I'm sorry, one person at a time, because I can't answer two questions that I couldn't hear. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I said I couldn't, I wasn't a question, I couldn't use it, it was too heavy. Oh, God, I love really? it. Really? Isn't there, like, weighting things, weight things they could, like, take off of us to, like, make it not as heavy or nope. something? You can nope. take the paddles off the back, that's what you can remove. But they don't weigh anything, and they wear off. <laughs> I, I, I don't like comfortable with it. I don't like the paddles. The paddles aren't what sold me on it. What sold me on it was the excellent build of the sticks and just the customization you can do with the controller. And it feels like a goddamn controller. Like the weight to it is great for me. Hmm. Most controllers I, I, just feel way too light. Well, the, the as far as construction goes, a heaviness implies sturdiness, like so that it actually feels concrete in your hand. So when you hold a controller that's really too plasticky and light, it feels flimsy and weak. Like you could, you could just break it by squeezing tight. So the heaviness uh, shouldn't really affect your gameplay, but it does. It does have a nicer feeling uh, in general as far as psychology goes. But uh, what I meant to say is that like. Is the controller three times as good because it costs like what one hundred fifty dollars? Yeah, that's that's a lot of money for a controller. Yeah, but like I've always made the argument of I wear my controllers out. Mm-hmm. Like I go through usually probably four to five controllers in a generation of a console, and the Elite controller I feel like I'll buy that and I won't have to buy another controller. Like it okay. will last the entire generation. Like I've already been through three regular Xbox One controllers, so. And PlayStation 4 controllers are just garbage. I like, like them. The, well, I, I mean, I've gone through one of them already. Their yeah. build quality is garbage. Like, the analog sticks rub off, the, the R2 button gets stuck constantly. Like, I don't like Apparently the new ones fix that, but yeah, the, the I recently had to ditch my launch one because of the, uh, the, the pads uh, on the thumbstick coming, coming off. So, uh, yeah, I installed the what is it? Different thumbsticks on them after they got worn down. 
And they're not cheap. Controllers are not cheap. No, they're not. They're they're actually $60 a pop for controllers. Price of a full game, man. Yep. Um, so I don't like mine. I I did the same thing with my PS4. I have one set that's that's got the Xbox One sticks in it because they're a lot sturdier. But no, I I am a hundred percent advocate of the um, the Elite controller. I think if you're serious about playing with a controller, that's the only one you need to buy. Whether you're buying it for PC or Xbox One. I still have my wired 360 controller, which I've had for like. Ten years now, still works great. <laughs> it's it. Three hundred and sixty was a great controller. It really was, but especially the wired one. Just doesn't break. Yeah. Once once I got used to the Xbox One controller, though, like I actually prefer it. When I first started using it, I still preferred the three hundred and sixty. Mm. But you know, after all this time playing with it, I now prefer that one. Also, the hard drive in the uh, Elite system that he bought is a hybrid drive. It's not just a standard drive. But, I mean, isn't this a really bad time to buy an Xbox? No, right I'm now not disagreeing. Scorpio and S and... Yeah, I'm not disagreeing uh, unless, you know, you get an excellent deal on a system. Yeah. Um, well, if you, if you think about it, uh, he's got, look, two controllers, one of them elite. What was that, one terabyte drive? It's a one terabyte um, um, hybrid drive, so it's uh, yeah. SSD and regular. And... That's three hundred and fifty bucks, four hundred bucks, because you have to take the two terabyte drive. Well, if you want to get it before December, you're getting one controller, and you're getting the slimmer machine. But uh, the only, uh, again, my opinion, the only people that should be buying that is if you've got a four K TV. So, you know, the benefit of a hard drive, I guess, but you can always add on an external, and it's four hundred bucks. So it's, it's not a bad deal. Uh, he he says not bad right now. Why is the Xbox One download and install such a slow ass clusterfuck, and why is the dashboard so shitty? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's what you get for having an Xbox One. Uh, the PlayStation Four download isn't much better either, though. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a problem with the Xbox dashboard. Like it doesn't bother me, and it's probably because I've used it enough to know where everything is. So I can totally see why it's confusing and convoluted at first. But at the same time, I appreciate it more the more I use it because there is a lot more to it. It's getting better. It is definitely getting better. What I hate about the PlayStation is the goddamn game library. It's just... Uh, the alphabetical order thing, I guess? It's not alphabetical. I mean, just all the games on your bar... Oh, on on the on the thing. That's this that's the most recent stuff, right? Yeah. Well, no. Mm-hmm. It, well, it depends. You can turn that on and off. You can actually I, have it just show everything. Uh, that's, that's crazy. I have too much stuff on the PS4. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I turn that on, and there's no fast scroll. You know, you can't tab it, like, five games or something. You just got to... So, so use the most recent thing, and then just go through your library that's in alphabetical order when you need to. That's what I do. I just I think both of these systems have terrible libraries. It's, speaking uh, for somebody who has, you know, a hundred to two hundred plus games on each one, they're yeah. awful. I like being able to make folders and stuff like that on my PS3 when that was a thing. Being I'm not sure if you can do that in PS4. Can you, you do that? You cannot. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, that's what I that's what I did for PS3. Microsoft has made a huge improvement to the game library. It's still not great. 
Um, but you can actually shrink the size of the tiles so that you can see more of them. Um, that's not out to the public yet. That's in the beta. Well, these are all firmware stuff, so hopefully they'll get better over time. Well, the PlayStation hasn't changed, sadly. No, they added a couple of new things, but as far as how the UI itself is handled, they haven't done much. No, it's been the <laughs> same. And the PS3, let's be fair, didn't change a whole lot. So, Ah, uh, dude, when they added the folder thing, I started using The folder it. thing is huge, awesome. especially when you could sort it by type. Like yep. an instant sort by type. You didn't even have to sit there and go through them all. That's what I that's what I used, and it was a freaking lifesaver. Absolutely. <laughs> all those games is scrolling downwards. Yeah, like I would sort it by type, and then I'd have my folder for PS1, and folder for PS2, and folder for, like, uh, what they call a minis, and, you know, uh, PlayStation 3 games, and just, oh, man. Like, give me folders. Like, Windows 10 has folders. Give me folders. <laughs> just, uh, we should just throw away all consoles, just use our PCs, man. Damn. Just no stop, problem. Easy. Stop. Stop with your master Easy. race. Stop it. PC's the best. Yep. Sure. Anyway, uh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. That's all the emails. If you want to send us a tweet, you can send it to at n4g podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to podcasts at ztgd.com. That's an email address. You send that on the computer because you can't do that on a console, right? Uh. Maybe you could do no. It on, you can you can do it on consoles. You could do it on the Vita. The Vita had an email program in it. Remember? I don't think I've ever used it. I mean, you still have the browsers in Xbox One and PS4. But you, but then you got to have a web based email client, which not everybody has. So maybe they can't send an email. Does, you, does you don't know. someone not have a Gmail at this point? There's probably universe? there's probably people out there who don't have Gmail. Well, those He's people. Your phone's more powerful than your PlayStation 4, John. Yes, it is. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, uh, Jay is at Bottersside Jay, John at John W UK, or is it John W minus EU now? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's very, very funny. <laughs> and Jason is at GambusCon. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Um, we're sorry Drew's not here. He's on like a real vacation, so we we don't have to talk about Phoenix down. We don't have to pluck his shit. <laughs> it's dumb shit that we never wanted to talk about in the first yeah. place. Dumb shit. Uh, however, you, you can plug my new dumb shit. What's your new hopefully. dumb Hopefully. My videos. Well, you, gotta have, you gotta have something to point to I'm, before you plug them, John. I did have two. The sound yeah, but you can't like, hear still, you. I know, I've got to work on them. <laughs> Wait, so you tried to work... plug in something that doesn't exist, John? Yeah, he's... That's, he's... that's not how plugs work. Future forward, my friend. Future forward. <laughs> There's no future for you. You live in the UK, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Mad Max, man. There, I laugh. Today. I laugh, but I'm really crying. I was going to say he's probably crying a little bit too at the same time. <laughs> he's asking Ken about where he can buy some handguns and stocking up on bullets. I asked. Him, I, I, I would. I said. I'd, I said to Ken, "Oh, I'll move over to the USA," and then I realized you can have Trump running the country shortly. So. Well, you know what? You, you guys complain about our guns over here in the U.S. Now you know why. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, when when you get some videos up, John, we'll we'll plug them. Cool. If you're here. Otherwise, we'll make fun of them like we're doing Drew's thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, he's doing Trails of Cold Steel. Second episode finally went live, so you should go listen to that. 
that's it, I think. Unless anybody has anything else. Nope. I'm going to go play some Star Ocean. Enjoy my day off. I'm going to watch some football. Not, no, you're not. You're going to watch soccer. So, yeah, I'm going to watch football. Soccer. You know, England, amazingly, is still in the Euros. Football oh, is still seven. <laughs> football is now seven Sundays away. You have no Shit, idea how really? exciting that is for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Stoked. I'm actually quite excited as well. Anyway, uh, but if that's it, Jason, you can do your thing. We can go home, eat some food, or do something. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Robot, robot chicken. Robot chicken. <laughs> yes, finally. What happened to your your mic? I don't know. Oh, okay, it's better now. It's, it's good. Okay, now let's take two. Take two. Okay, it goes something like this.